Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's going on, everybody? This is Big Steven of the OND Podcast. It's episode 34. We're going to be doing a whole episode dedicated to E3. Now, if you're wondering why we haven't been around lately, it's because of scheduling issues and life and everything. So we apologize for that. Um, as I said, this whole episode is going to be about E3 and pretty damn excited about it because E3 was pretty good this year. Some Not too many surprises, but some definitely some good things coming out of that. Um, another thing is we did uh, do a live show at Wichicon here in Wichita. We The last episode we did was interviewing Robert, who was putting that on, and we were really excited to do that, and we had a blast. Uh, we were joined by the Pixelated Paranormal team, and the show pretty much turned into a Pixelated Paranormal podcast because... Uh, that's more intriguing to live audience than it is games because we are the people out there weren't really feeling it. So we decided to change it into the pixelated paranormal stuff, which was cool. It was all fun. We had some good laughs. Uh, and we have been invited back to next year. Next year is even going to be bigger and better. We're going to have a table. Um, at that point, we're going to have... Um, so we have some ideas in the works of having like a table with... Uh, paranormal stuff, pamphlets, books, and then we're going to have like an actual uh, retro game place where we'll bring some TVs in and be able to let people play some retro tournaments or just some games and stuff. I think that'd be pretty cool. And then do a live podcast as well, this time with four mics and not just passing around two. So that'll make it a lot easier and a lot more, a lot more professional. But so thank you to everyone out there listening. I know Robert um, is listening and um, John as well. So thank you guys for letting us do that. I really appreciate it. And, yeah, we will get into this episode. So, as I said, it's all about E3. E3 did happen a couple weeks ago, so this news might be old. But if you're listening, fuck it. I don't care. You're going to listen anyway. So, um, or you're just hitting the stop button right now, which is cool, too. Uh, So, I am joined today, not by Brady, uh, unfortunately. But, fortunately, I do have another guy here. Uh, It's my friend Dom. What up, man? What's up, man? How's it going? So, um, been kind of like looking for other people to join on the episodes when Brady uh, can't can't get around or scheduling life conflicts, so we can continue to get more episodes out. So, um, I know Dom here was interested in doing a podcast himself. Uh, well, he is going to be doing one for a uh, college project, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. A, I'm a DJ for the radio station up at Butler Community College. So for one of my shows, apart from music, I was planning on doing like a talk show. So kind of a talk show, uh, podcast hybrid. Hell yeah, cool. And yeah, I've had people, like I think I told you, I've had people that have went to the Butler um, before and they did a, pod, a podcast. Um, my buddy Zach did it. Um, I don't know if you know him. No, he's not on the 619 group. His name's, um, damn it, I call him Beefy. That's what his... That's what his uh, nickname is 
It's totally drawing a blank right now. I'm sorry, man, if you're listening. He's probably like, you fucking asshole. Uh, but his <laughs> his thing was the same way, man. Like he he uh, he's all about that too. Like uh, doing doing that stuff, and he had like a little show up there and stuff. And it's definitely good, good, good uh, training and you know knowledge and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. But uh, you're you're big into video games. I mean, you have quite a bit of shit yeah yeah i'm a well right now i'm, I'm leaning more towards uh retro i used to have like two three hundred like disc games and then i sold pretty much all my collection and have been putting that money towards either college or uh uh retro collecting yeah. so at this point i think i have like 16 consoles something like that not including handhelds and maybe 200 games so Hell yeah and like and everybody here knows i'm big into the retro thing too and we both garage sell. We actually went and garage selling last last Thursday. Both both had a pretty good return, and um, yeah, it's 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 really interesting. We we met on um, this video game uh, Facebook group called Six One Nine Gamers here in Wichita. It's like Wichita, Oklahoma. I don't know Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. It's pretty much all all them places. But there's people all over the country now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's you know it's it's getting out there and and we both met off of there and we both live in Wichita so we're like fuck let's let's hang out let's uh let's let's record a show. So we actually we uh, first met at a Wichita con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when we first ran into each other. Yeah. it was at a uh, little Mike's booth. Yep, so that's true. Shout out little Mike if you're re- listening. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and uh, yeah, it's it's it, it's really cool, man, to see like some of the stuff you have and he's big into um, modding of the handhelds and stuff, which I find fascinating, and then. Uh, like doing coming up with ideas of modding other things and electronics and stuff so that's pretty pretty cool and uh let's see what's oh, i was gonna say something yeah it's so like what's your what's your best thing you've ever found i think i already know because i've seen i seen on your instagram uh there's a couple of things uh probably my, the favorite there's it's either my n64 that had a boxed uh gray cart for uh ocarina of time it had a boxed uh Star Fox. Uh, 64 had a boxed uh, Shadows of the Empire, box Banjo Kazooie, box Banjo Tooie, and then yeah. a whole bunch of like loose like AAA titles, you know. And all, I got awesome. all that for like 35 bucks. But this was before I really got into retro collecting, so I didn't even know like the steel that I found. But the greatest find of all time mm-hmm. was I bought this huge lot from a dude, and uh, it was it was 20 bucks a console, and I bought a top loader for 20 bucks. I bought an NES for 20 bucks. A Sega Saturn, a Sega Dreamcast, and a N64. So that you know, about a hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, and originally he had it at twenty five a pop, but then he dropped it down because I was buying literally everything he had. And he's like, "Hey, so what? Uh, like, I'm giving you these consoles, you know, but I've also got these games, and you can have those too." So I was like, "Okay, I'll take a look at them." So he brings out like two, two or three like milk crates, what? and it's the it's the console it's like it's the console cords and the controllers. Yeah. And along with that came the games. So in in, in about two boxes there were games, and like there's some PC games. There's this really weird uh, Russian game that stuck out because it was an RTS and it was really funny because like you read the box, like the name was in English, but everything else was in Russian, and it had instructions on the inside. Like it was brand. It was like was a it Russian to- Russian the instruction manual. Yeah, it'll, it'll, that's the weird thing. It didn't even come with an instruction manual. Huh. It came with a Russian to English translation to uh, 
download and install it because like when wow. you got the installer off the disc it was like, propa- it was like fucking Russian propaganda like in yeah something like that I don't know I downloaded it it's pretty fun I don't remember yeah. the name of it right now but anyway getting to it so I'm like going through all these like the weird Russian game a uh, couple of like NBA games for the Dreamcast I think there was a bunch of like fishing games. So like this whole time you're like, oh, okay, you know, not anything too great, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, just, like, like the, the sheer amount was worth it. Like, yeah. it's, it's cool like, getting all that yeah. stuff. But I get to the very bottom and it starts getting to like the kind of cool stuff. Now, did you so do I, this at there or did you do it at home? Yeah, no, I, I'm like, I'm a freaking, I get, I geek out as soon as I yeah. see this stuff. So like, I was, just, I just plopped down on the driveway <laughs> and started going through, man. Uh, and he was cool with it too. That's that was the nice thing. He's like, yeah, go ahead, look through it, man. Knock yourself out, um, but it started. So the one game that other game that stuck out to me was a Metroid for NES. Picked that out and I was like, "Oh, this is really cool, sick." So you know, got one really rad game that I can add to the collection. And then, like, as I'm getting ready to put stuff in underneath, like more cords, like there's a corner of a Super Nintendo cart, mm-hmm. and it's I pull it out and like I shit myself because it's earthbound like a super clean copy of earthbound like the the corners aren't creased or anything like there's no label rippage uh if you like there's no shit rattle to the card or anything crazy and it's nice because like I've, I've like I've asked people around it and they like They'll tell me like, "Oh yeah, dude, this is this is fake. Like, there's no way the labels are like this clean." Mm-hmm. And then they'll open it up, and like, there's no like the, any of the windows and the ROM chips. So like, yeah. it's a legit board. So, so like, for everybody out there listening that doesn't know, like when you like retro gaming is booming quite a bit lately. Uh, things are worth a lot of money, and Earthbound is one of the. Is it the most expensive Super Nintendo game? Uh, there's, I think there's a lot. Uh, I don't think it's the most expensive, but it's definitely up there. Yeah. Oh, it's still around two hundred. Uh, it's actually dropped and it's been peaking around like one hundred fifty, one hundred seventy, okay. anywhere between there fluctuates. Yeah. So when you're spending that much money on a cartridge, you know you can go into a store and see it, and you're like, oh shit, you know, for ninety bucks, and you're like, oh, that's a great deal. Which it would be a great deal if it if it's the real thing. But see, and you're asking yourself, why is, could it be the fake thing? Well. People have found a way to do reproduction copies of these games, make them look extremely. They'll get a whole new label that looks original. They'll get a, uh, a shell that looks original, and then inside it'll be what he was just saying, like a ROM chip. So it's basically like a chip that's made to run on a, on a Super Nintendo of Earthbound, but it's not the legit thing. So what people do is that they'll when they buy a big game like that on the back of your SNES cartridge or 64 or NES, they have the what's what's the screws try. I think they're coined like the star bit, whatever. Yeah, it's like it's like an eight bit nub. Yeah, they all use the same the same tool. You pop that off. You look at the the board, and you get on Google and you'll type in like official Earthbound board, and then you can see if it's the real thing or not. Mm-hmm. And and it and it sucks because there's been a lot of people that have gotten scammed that way, stuff like that. But when it comes to stuff like that, like you went to a garage, so you seen it at the bottom of the barrel, and like you're you know. It wouldn't even cross my mind that it was fake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could clearly tell this guy had all these systems, and it just was sitting down there for oh, yeah. years. Like, it's yeah, incredible. Uh, I talked, like, I, I got to talking to him beforehand, and uh, he said he was the original owner for all this stuff. And I can verify that because the house, the address on all the consoles matched oh. his house. Oh, he had a little like, sticker on it? Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, like, he sent in his NES or his uh, top loader in to get service to it, but by Nintendo when they still used to do that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, wow, it's this is like awesome. gaming history, you know? So, I mean, yeah. I always love that type of stuff. So it's always cool. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's probably my 
biggest find. I mean, not as big as the uh, the Pikachu onesie we picked up last week. <laughs> yeah. Still pretty chapped yeah. about that, but uh, yeah, I'm waiting for that stream, man. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah, I so I picked up a. We went to this garage sale. I don't know. I think we both lucked out on that one. Yeah. It's weird that we both found something Pokemon, which is really strange. Mm-hmm. So like, w- you know, it's really weird because like all my friends are like, "Why did you take someone that come that competes with you to garage sale?" And I was like, "It was actually pretty fucking fun." Like we both had an understanding that like, okay, well if you find something first, then that's it's cool. And then if you want it, you want it. You don't like, you know, we'll decide. But like we both know what we collect. He mm-hmm. collects cartridges. I collect more CD based stuff. Um, and then we it was cool. So like. He's looking at this box over here, and it's got a, uh, you know, like some random PC games. And then, Sims. Yeah, like they yeah. had the they had the entire collection <laughs> yeah. of Sims. Which yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I love me some Sims, me but too. like, yeah. it was like Sims one through like fifty. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then they had a little uh, clear case or blue clear clear case for uh, Pokemon Blue with a pretty decent label, right? Was it really good? Oh yeah, I think it was yeah. super minty. Yeah. And then, uh, so we, so you got that, and then they were like, oh, there's more inside, so we both go inside, and then I look over the corner, I'm like, what is that? And, like, I walk around there, and, uh, it's yellow, and it's got, like, it's, like, fleece, and I was like, oh, shit, what is this? And I turn it over, and then I see the Pikachu red, uh, cheeks and the ears, and then I see Dominique, like, looking over, he's like, oh, man, like, he's, like, (laughs) just, like, utter sadness on his face, (laughs) he didn't see it. And it's legit, like, everybody out there knows my big ass is big. And, like, I can't fit in, like, uh... Because, like, I went to, like, Walmart and I've seen, like, cool, like, sleep pants, pajama pants, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, they're cool, like, Xbox 360 controllers on. Can't get them because they just don't fit. This thing fits, like, really well. It's yeah. really, really weird. And then, um... So I posted on Instagram and Facebook and there's this one dude, he said... He said the name of it. It's some some really Japanese name. But they... It's a company that makes them suits. And I look on eBay and they're, like, 20 to 30 bucks a piece. But they make suits for everything. And I don't know if it's like a fetish thing or whatever, but there's like every fucking Pikachu you can think of. There's a Snorlax one. I'm probably going to buy the Snorlax one, which is hilarious. I think, yeah. They have like a Spyro the Dragon one, a fucking Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. Like, it's the <laughs> weirdest shit ever. <laughs> but I was like, man, that's cool as shit. And I don't remember. What did I get it for? Two, three bucks, I think? I can't remember. Maybe even a dollar. It was, it was uh, I think they wanted three, but you talked them to like two. Yeah, I, I think, think so, it was, yeah. it was super cheap. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. So yeah, garage sales are are, are like my crack. I I, uh, I I love it. And then the other thing I found last week, um, probably that's the most expensive thing. Probably is the watermelon sixty four controller. Oh yeah, which and is I mean, yeah. like you can and looking at this thing, it's in my hands right now, and like it's like there's no scratches yeah. on it that I can visibly see. Yeah. Like, and I can take that the, some piece of plastic is running there, but I don't know what that mm-hmm. is. But this thing, have you ever took one of these apart and fixed this? Yeah, the thing, the thing that's up with it is it has the it has a loose uh, sixty four yeah uh, or joystick, which is uh, extremely uh, what's it called the anal, I don't analog know. Stick? I always call it the jo- the the sixty four joystick. Yeah, for know. some reason, like it's eluding <laughs> me right now. But yeah, I mean it's super easy because they sell them on eBay for mad cheap, just yeah. like the replacements, and it's yeah. only a couple bucks. So I mean like. But with this, like, dude, I've taken these apart before, and you just, you open it up, and you pop off these two mm-hmm. little screws, and then you just clean it in there, and then put it, set it back in there, and then it's good to go again. Oh, yeah. So, but, um, so yeah, so some some guy already already wants that. He wants it for, like, um, 
to trade me some stuff for it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I seen it there. I was like, wow. And he only wanted a buck for it. And I'm like, that's cool. And then this is weird. People at garage sales are so strange because they had that sitting next to five other N64 games. I see it in the distance. And it's like, oh. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go over there and it's going to be something crazy. Fucking wrestling sports. Oh, they yeah. wanted five bucks a piece for it. And then next to that is sitting that controller for a dollar. <laughs> and I went and the, it was like his kids outside. And I was like, uh, who who owned this? Oh, my dad. Well, where's he at? He's inside. I was like, can you go get him real quick? Because I want to know if he had the damn system for yeah. that. So I'm about to shell out some money for that thing, you know? And um, he said he he said he didn't, and uh, and I was like, all right, man. Well, if you ever come across anything else, you know, you, uh, here's my number. Give me a call. And he said he would, but he ain't called. But I don't know. It's just really weird to see like how that stuff works at garage sales. Like you'll go and you'll find you'll find like <laughs> some stuff next to it. You know, for uh, like I found that Ghost in the Shell PS2 game. It's like thirty bucks, something like that. Um, next to just a bunch of other shit. Yeah. And that game was a dollar, and the rest of them were three bucks a piece. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what are you guys thinking? Like. Who knows, man? But that's that's why like it's it's I love going to garage sales because I remember back in the day I could go to garage sale and spend twenty bucks and just come back with a trunk load of stuff. And like now people are starting to realize, especially Nintendo stuff. That's why I've kind of backed off the Nintendo stuff because it is worth a lot of money, but you're gonna be paying you're gonna be paying up. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, with everything with yeah. every one of those big name labels, there's that premium that goes it is, along man. with. It's crazy. Which I mean, it's cool, you know, people just making a buck, and I understand it. But I mean, for the whole culture of like retro collecting, and like it's it's, I see it dying off here pretty soon. Like not, not yeah. in a sense of like no one's gonna be collecting anymore, you know. But like the traditional way. There's a dude. There's a. Bu- I've always said this, that's why I sold all my NES, Super Nintendo, and Genesis stuff. Is I still have my Genesis system because it's very important to me. But like my NES, I don't. I don't. I have like one of them clone consoles, which is fine with me, just mm-hmm. in case I come across a card, I can test it, whatever. But when you have, you know, there's just this massive bubble right now where everything is so high. And like sometime that's gonna that's gonna pop, and the only thing that's gonna be crazy worth a lot of shit is your extremely hard to find rare titles. Yeah, you know, your little Samson's, your Earthbound shit like that. But everything everything else is just gonna is just gonna drop so so much. And like that's why I'm collecting so much CD stuff right now, mm-hmm. is because I think that in the future, um, you know that 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 stuff's gonna be worth quite a bit. You know, people are people are gonna want some crazy fun titles, and then they're gonna come across. You know, like just imagine, like when we see an Atari. Now, when I personally see an Atari, I'm like, huh, whatever. You know, I don't even fuck with it. I'm like, screw it. I don't want it. I don't want it. It's so common, so overproduced. Now, in 20, 30 years from now, you're just gonna see an NES at a garage sale, and you'll be like, oh, that's cool. You know, and you might pick it up, but. You're going to see CD-based stuff. And then if you can get a CD-based system that still works, because, you know, them parts always go down, the lasers mm-hmm. go out, shit like that, it'll be pretty cool to, you know, to be able to to be able to play one of them, I think. But in the same time, it's like, man, who knows if you're if this shit is ever going to keep its value or whatever. I Right now, I, I think you were in the same boat. Like, we collect the stuff that we want to, that we think is cool, you know. Like, I don't... Everybody's like, you know, what do you want for trade? What what's on your list? I'm like, honestly, like whatever, PS2, GameCube, like I don't care. Like, like well, I have a I have a couple guys that I like I, I talk to a lot, you know, in a, in the group, and then I'll say like, hey, I'm looking for this type of stuff, you know, and and then they'll they'll keep an eye out for me. But um, typically, people will say like, oh, I'm looking for you know whatever's in my collection. I need that at the moment. Uh, 
Chrono Trigger or yeah. uh, I need Secrets of Mana, Secret of Mana, which is and they won't bucks. buy anything else until they get that cartridge because mm-hmm. they're saving that, and that's smart. Like if you if you want just that one title, and but it, I think at that at that point, like wouldn't eBay just be your better option? Yeah, because like, I mean, you know what I mean. Like you're, you're and that then that's the thing that goes into like all the all the the market and like looking at at pricing and all that. Like there's that convenience uh, convenience factor that yeah. goes into like online purchasing. Like it's there at a click. You click one button, it'll charge your card, and then in a four or whatever, depending on where you're buying it from, yeah. it's at your doorstep. And like, it's there's that aspect. But I mean, like, I like, I, I just love the culture of like collecting, like going to garage sales, dude, going I to love it. I'm flea addicted. markets. It's an ad, it's an addiction, dude. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And and it, it just sucks because like I mean, and, and I'm like I'm thankful for it too because I can find deals here. But uh, it's just it sucks because like the Facebook marketplace kind of killing off. Uh, Everything. Because, like, why go to a stall and rent it for a month for 30 bucks when you can just sit at home and then on your Wi-Fi push a button and then what you want to sell is on the market. Well, see, that all goes into our our culture and our society now, too, because, like, I've got – I actually just – I finally sold that GameCube bundle. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yesterday. I uh, had 65 on it for an Indigo, purple GameCube, matching controller, third-party controller, a, uh, a GameCube that wouldn't read discs. You pulled your games out like, of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, because like, he wanted to come over here and try it. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, no. I was like, I'll take video of you know me me playing it so you can see it, it works and stuff. And he was buying it for his wife. She's trying to collect all the Nintendo consoles and GameCube's mm-hmm. one she didn't have. And um, I was like, yeah, no problem. So I sold it for like 60 bucks. I had 65 on it. I originally had 75, dropped it down, 60 bucks, whatever. You know, and I made a clear profit on that because a lot of that stuff was from garage sales, really cheap. And then, um, so it's cool. But, like, in order to sell that, I think it was on the marketplace for three and a half, four weeks. Um, tons and tons of messages, people trying to trade me. Some guy tried to trade me Ray-Ban sunglasses. And I'm like, dude, I wear fucking glasses, dude. Like, that w- that does nothing for me. Well, these are worth, like, 150 bucks. I don't give a fuck if they're worth 500. It's yeah. not it's not anything to me. Like, and then, uh, then my 64 stuff I have on there, like, I have a really really good price on it I think you know I have um eight eighty five yeah eighty five dollar eighty or eighty five dollars and it comes with Mario sixty four, a couple rush games, Diddy Kong Racing, uh, an official gray controller, you know, the gray console, everything. Like it's it's a legit legit deal, I think, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, I see a couple other on there that are 90 bucks, and it only comes with Mario 64, a, uh, a, a controller, and a couple sports games, and the console for 90 bucks. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why is mine not selling the, these ones? And then ones probably won't sell either. But back to what I was saying is that the culture, man, our culture is so... We're on our phones, we're on our laptops, keyboards, whatever, and there's no social interaction with that. And like actually going to a store, a booth, anything like that, and actually talking to the person. And like nine times out of ten, you talk to somebody, and if they're cool, they really see that you're wanting this for your collection because you have an attachment to it. You like really like the series, whatever it may be. You're gonna get a returning business discount. You're gonna get um, you know make a new friend, whatever, whatever. I mean, when we were talking at Little Mike's booth, like we were talking about like Super Nintendo and you were saying like what you were looking for and I was like oh yeah that game's a shit man and I was telling you about Secret of Evermore I think it's Secret of Evermore yeah Evermore yeah I was like, it's kind of like that, but not in the same vein. But, you know, and so you're getting that. Well, with Facebook, it's just like, how low will you go? And then, you know, what's your best offer? And like, and like, and then all of that with Facebook Marketplace or anything, you know, dating culture, Facebook, whatever. Um, it's just looking at pictures. 
no one reads the description. And they're like, well, you know, uh, how much do you want for this? And I'm like, it clearly says in the description, not separating, you know, I, it's worth this much, wanting this much, cutting you a deal already. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just it's just so terrible. So, yeah, I fully, fully agree. But you got to think, though, too, man, is like Wichita is really weird. Wichita has so much potential. We're such a big, big, big city, but we don't have an actual retro game store. Or a used game store. It's so weird. There's been some, but they've always failed. Like it makes no sense to me. Like you see, there's like, like there's like a handful of them, but they're they're like there, but not really. Yeah. Because like we have we have like three three main places that sell like retro games, but aren't like you know dedicated. They sell mm-hmm. a bunch of other you know mediums. Uh, there's there's vintage stock that just came. Yeah, to... but that's more that's more you know corporate. Yeah, because they have a corporate. So like yeah, like it, it's mostly corporate places. So there's vintage stock, CD trade posts, you know, same yeah. kind of deal. And then the only like standalone closest thing that can come to where I can ask them like, hey, what do you know about this game? And then they'll tell me a little bit about it. About it is uh, Game Exchange. Yeah. There's like one Game Exchange left, left in town. Yeah. And then there's a place up in Newton, I think, right there in that strip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not been there. They're I've actually they're it. pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah. It's just really weird to me. Like that's that's a market, man. I wish that a couple of these these independent sellers could come together and do some kind of deal where they ran out of building and do that man because i think it could be really big and like the thing is though like the only I, I, and that's it's they've tried to do that before but i just don't think like the the marketing for that business was there because mm-hmm. uh one of the dealers uh that was at the flea market i don't know if i can like mention him i don't want to like mention him by name or if i should i don't know but uh he had uh two storefronts mm-hmm. he had one in uh in uh East Delano, at least, or East Delano. Douglas, yeah. and then he put one down in Delano, and then um, like they were there and they got traffic. I saw people in there, and then like months go by, gone. So it's, it's like all about it's all about location, how much you're being charged for rent. That's the biggest thing. Um, there was a place here in Wichita. It was up on Oliver, and then they moved down to uh, Seneca. It was called Game Wizard. Did you ever go in there? Yeah, that place was freaking awesome. They had so much good stuff and stuff, and there was cheap as shit. So cool, but like I, you know, I remember going in there right before they closed, and the dude was like, he's like, he's like, I, I he's like, this is my last month, man. I have to pull everything out. It's like I just don't make enough money. And I told him I was like, man, it's like it's just so weird to me because this would succeed anywhere else other than Wichita. Like you go, like I watch a lot of retro game stuff on YouTube, and there's just so many badass stores around mm-hmm. the country, and it's like they just they flourish because other places. But we both know Wichita ain't got no money. People no. here in Wichita they don't buy shit, man. You know, well, we all we all want to help we all want to help each other out, and like I never ask what something is something is retail. If like a game's worth like seventeen, I'd be like, hey man, ten bucks. Like you know, the only the only, like I put a lot of my stuff up for like retail price solely because I want that interaction. Like I want somebody to message. Like a few weeks ago, I had my modded Game Boy up. And mm-hmm. I said... People went fucking nuts about that. Yeah, I want. I said, I want 60, 65 bucks on it, or best offer. So I hint, I'm like, hey, come on, this is at... Re- this is Anyway, it's way below retail, because you can sell those things for like 100 bucks on yeah. eBay, and they, they go like crazy, but I wanted, like, you know, more realistically, 65 bucks. Barter with me. Yeah. It's like, it's that exchange that I want that nobody's yeah. willing to do. They want, oh, 20 bucks. Yeah. And it's like, really? Like, come on, you go with, you know... 40, no, I gotta have 50. Okay, meet me in the middle, 45. And yep. I would sell it to them immediately. Yeah. Like, that's what I always try and do. Because, like, I know I'm, I'm pricing them at this, but I know what I want. Or yeah. I know what I, 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 like, 
would like to have because I'll just put that money back into like our group. You know, it's it's just it's, you you know where you get that barter technique from? Mm-hmm. All the Elder Scrolls games and Bethesda games you play. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Oblivion. I'm a master. My speechcraft yeah. is insane. Like, Don't even come yeah. at me, son. <laughs> Like peeking all uh, the levels. The other night, the other night we were talking about uh, Khajiits and like in the world of what a Tamriel or whatever. Yeah. Um, like that's what I love about Elder Scrolls. One of the, one of the many things I love about that series is that uh, Argonians and Khajiits, like the the like the the racism factor. Yeah. Like people would be like, oh look at that dirty Khajiit over there. Make sure your wallets are safe. You know, like it's so fucked up. Like just this. Just this cat character comes in there and they automatically think that they're dirty and fucking stealing and shit. Like, it's like, god damn it. Khajiit has wares. Yeah. Yeah. You have coins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is funny shit, but... Alright, man, well that... Damn, we talked like 25 minutes on Dude, retro just, stuff. Know, which it is, turned into a retro. Which is, which is badass, because I know there's a lot of people out there listening that, that like hearing that stuff and... And um, like my friend, she's like, she's like, you really gotta, you really gotta do a, um, do a retro game like YouTube channel, like your garage sales finds every weekend. And like, I'd like to, I'd even like to take my camera around with me and record at garage sales. But there's weird people out there, and they're like, oh, what are you doing here? Why are you recording? So that's why you don't see a lot of them videos on YouTube. If mm-hmm. you notice, like, you know, there's not a lot of like flea markets are a little different. See- the but, only the only way that I see people doing it is they they record off their smartphones where they have those little weird uh, like smartphone looking or what are like those camcorders that yeah. are, like look like phones or yeah. like the phone for a factor, and they'll put it in their pocket and it'll record over. So yeah. as they're looking through stuff, you know it's recording and that's yeah. how they do it. That's true. But, uh, but then you then you have the shaky cam and all that shit, you mm-hmm. know. It's just like, it's just people get really weird about how like you can like get one of them like uh, steady cam like. Uh, fucking tripod things like turn it to your shoulder and they'll mm-hmm. be like what's what's that and I'm like oh I'm disabled oh okay like, you know, oh dude, like, that's, dude that's funny <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up but hey it'll get good it'll get good video yeah no but uh alright so we'll get into our uh, E3 talk so E3 started off with a bang uh well yeah pretty yeah pretty much um EA started off with EA uh showing fucking Madden which Madden Sports, whatever, but it's pretty cool that they have the whole, um, they're using the Frostbite engine, which I'm pretty sure every EA game now is using Frostbite engine. Uh, that's what's running on Mirror's Edge, Battle, uh, Battlefield, Battlefront, all that shit. So, um, I don't know, like, I think, um, Madden's really jockeying the 2K, the, the 2K story mode. I don't know if you play any sports games, but in, in 2K sports, basketball, because they don't have NFL contract, um, the, like you play this guy and he's starting from the bottom, then he's getting up there, blah, blah, all that bullshit. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, I don't know if you've noticed anything, like, because like, I play a lot. Of, I mean, I've shown you how many Xbox games I have, like yeah. 400 on my Xbox One, bunch on my um, PS4. Every single fucking game that's coming out, either that showed E3 or that has come out in the past year, it's always like everything has to be politically correct now. So everything is showing women in the main game, showing either gays or trans or bisexuals in the main game, different ethnicities. Like, my thing is, it's like, why the hell does every single game, like Overwatch, for example, I play Overwatch so much. Every time they're like, a new character's coming. Badass, can't wait. It's always a female character. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. It's just that it's like, it's almost like they're 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 playing the card because everybody else is. And then, like, with, with Madden, they, in the trailer, like, they, in the trailer they showed, they showed, like, 
like it was they were pushing the car like you know not that it's wrong that the the main guy is black it's just that they were like they kept showing like film of this guy going into a school and being like you know his mom being like you know you're african-american so you have to you know be better than them and like and they're playing that card like it's a sports game do you really need to be politically correct in a sports game you know what i mean like it's really weird and like that, so like, and that was like the first day, and then you you're going on throughout the full three four days of E3, and every single game they announce, it's like, oh look, here's a female character. Oh look, here's this, here's that, and it's like, I appreciate what you guys are trying to do, but don't shove it. Like, make the game you want to make with it's, the character that you want to make that you have in mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just it's just really really weird to me. But then it sucks like having to speak about it because then you look like the asshole. Like, oh, you don't like women in video games? Oh, you don't like African Americans in video games? You know, it's like no, no it's not it's like, at I, all. I love like lo- like women in video games is like one of the most badass things on the planet. Like, yeah. Look look at Metroid. Yeah. Samus Aran is the most badass individual but in video. No one fucking knew it was Samus until the very end of the game. Yeah. And that's what's crazy. Or it, you were made to think it was a it was a man the whole time, and mm-hmm. then she gets out, and then you see that little block of butt, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, like the very first time this happened to me, not really first time, the first time that like, and I actually talked about this on on my show, um, Mafia Three, real big fan of Mafia One and Two, Three was coming out, I was like, man, I'm so damn stoked for this. It's pretty badass. Louisiana makes sense. Your main guy's black. That's a southern yeah. area. Back in the 50s, 60s, like, it makes total, total, total sense. Um, But then right when the game popped up, there was this, like, big disclaimer. And you had to, like, actually read and scroll through the whole thing and then hit A to to pass it. And it was like, we here at Blah 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 Games do not condone racist behavior. In this game, um, we had to use language that we don't approve of because of the time period. Like, why the fuck did you have to put that in there? It's unnecessary. Because, like, okay... And that's the thing. Like, with political correctness, uh, context is thrown out of the window. Yeah. There's no logic behind it. It's just, you have to follow this set of rules. Yeah. And it's such crap. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm a person of race. So, like, I'm, I'm me- Mexican and Vietnamese. Nothing triggers me because I don't let it. I don't yeah. let, or I even hate using the word triggered. Yeah. But, like, I don't let anything bother me because if you let it bother you, then, You're like, giving them they power. win. Yeah. So, if you exactly. don't let it, like, and I know it's different for other people. I know, you know, like, like 200, like, 200 years ago, it was awful. Don't get, like, yeah. there's no, like, denying that, and it's still here. But if you forget about it, uh, the same thing, like, it's it's doomed to repeat. Exactly. So knowing about it, being educated, like, I just think it's smart, like, it's it's neat to see, like, history accurately depicted in games. Yeah. Because you, you get movies, uh, Django said the N-word 200, over 200 times, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's a celebrated movie. You know, it, so a video game puts some... You know, if you factor in, and then everybody loses their mind. So yeah. I, just, I just don't understand. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's make like sense. it's too. Everything. It, it, it's an art form. Mm-hmm. Movies are an art form. Literal paintings are an art form. You know, video games are an art form. They tell a story, and that's what's so beautiful about them. You like, get to immerse yourself more than a movie or a painting. Yeah. You know? And you would think that we we'd move we'd move past this, but like just the just this past week there was this senator. I don't. I can't remember who it was, but. He basically was saying that, like, video games are training people to murder people. It's oh like, are we not fucking past this already? Okay, it actually... Like, it actually... I, I wrote a term paper on this for college, and, I like, after, like, a month of research, everything I looked up, nothing points to violence. Yeah. Nothing incurs violence. It if might, anything, it it's... It de-stresses it. It's a de-stressor. Yeah, it's it crazy. Is a, it's a distressor. So, it, like... 
Because I know I know some dudes like like that's like that's their you know I don't know outlet I guess it's one of my outlets like I'd go insane playing video games now don't get me wrong I get fucking blood pressure raged on some games too oh yeah piss me off of I'm playing online and or you know fucking lag you know like but you know it's definitely an escape and a, and a de stressor and like hands down yeah and I just I can't believe that we're like not past that we're not past the they have to put a disclaimer in games like it's just just it's ridiculous it just doesn't make any sense but so anyway like we're fucking retro gaming political podcast like, all this Dude, shit like, so but that's what I like I like having the conversation of the, the back and forth stuff so uh, and EA did this thing where it was called EA Play everything that they showed was playable and then they they wanted everything to be bitched about talked about hashtag tweeted like they were like not pulling any stops. Like they, everything we're going to show here today is playable, oh, except Anthem. Um, but they didn't really show that. They just teased that, and they were yeah. like, "Oh, we're going to show that at the Microsoft cons- conference." Um, so like everything you know was playable, and then they wanted that constructive criticism, and that actually that is that is, people just don't give EA enough respect. Go back time machine back five years ago, EA. Everybody hated EA. You're charging for online passes. You're charging for maps. You're charging for every little thing you can to nickel and dime everybody. Their customer service was trash. They did a total, just total circle around, man. Because, like, now, like, look at this. They let everything up to constructive criticism, and everybody can go in there and play the games. And then they're like, all our games coming out, there will be no no more DLC for maps. Like, we're going to give everybody, because we don't want to split the community, which is great. Um... But we're gonna we're gonna do packs like battle packs, and they're gonna do packs for Battlefront shit like that. Are you familiar with that? The microtransactions of buying you buy like little packs. So in the game, there's stuff you can earn like loot, yeah. like loot boxes mm-hmm. basically, and then you can pay like a couple bucks or fifteen bucks to get ten uh, loot boxes, which gives you in-game loot. It's not pay to win. Most of it is cosmetic. It might give you little add-ons here and there to yeah. mod your character or whatever, but they're completely earnable in-game. But if you're one of them people that have disposable income and you want to buy, you know, like my buddy Dave, he brought up this thing because I always see him, we'll, we'll have a game night once a week and he might buy 10 loot boxes on Overwatch. And I'm like, I'm like, why? And then he's like, he's like, the way I look at it, dude, I don't ever buy games. I buy games every once in a while. Once a week I game. If I want to buy 10 loot boxes for 10 bucks, it's 10 bucks. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, yeah. somewhere like me where I'm buying every freaking game that comes out, you know, if I can and. Uh, which I've gotten a lot better at it. I usually wait for sales now, but um, it makes sense. So EA actually doing that and taking the time to, to do that, I think is really, really, really amazing. So, mm-hmm. But other than that, EA really didn't show anything. Um, they showed, uh, you know, Battle... Uh, oh, yeah, they, they did. Okay, never mind. I'm, I'm getting... I'm getting... Sorry. I'm getting way off. I, I forgot my things here. Okay, so uh, they showed Battlefield. There's some Battlefield stuff coming out. They got a new... Uh, New expansion, eight new maps. Uh, here we go again. Iconic Woman's Battalion of Death. There was like this uh, in World War One. There was I actually looked this up. There was like a woman's battalion that was head by all women, and they were crazy badass and stuff. So it's cool that they're giving that they're giving that thing. But I think it's one of them forced things again. It's like, all right, here we go. We're gonna show you that we have we're gonna have we're gonna put this in our game because we care about women, minorities, stuff like that. It's like mm-hmm. God damn it. It's like it's weird. But um, that comes out in September. Uh, it's it's all like on the Russian front, so you're gonna have like a lot of ice maps and stuff like that. Yeah. It looks looks really really cool. 
Um, then they're also going to have a competitive Battlefield smaller, small, tighter experience. Um, when people think of Battlefield, they think of Conquest mode, which yeah, is huge. like 64 players, um, fucking massive maps, and that's great. Now, in Battlefield 4, they brought out a thing called um, Squad Squad Conquest or Squad Assault. I can't remember. It was really small, like eight-person eight match. Oh, my God. I had so much fun on it because it was just... It had that smaller, tighter uh, Call of Duty-like type-esque mm-hmm. gameplay, but still with the Battlefield shooting, the Battlefield, you know, like recoil and stuff like that. Yeah. So I had a really fun... So they're going to bring something like that to Battlefield 1, and they're going to have that at Gamescom reveal. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then they showed like some e- some fucking sports games, and then like I always like watching crowd crowd uh, crowd reactions. And they and like boo the shit. Like, there's like boo, and like no one cheered, and it's like it's like them games are awesome for the people that love them. Yeah, but when you're at E3, no one's going there for sports coverage. Like no one. So why even waste time on on a press conference? Just be like, hey, this year we're gonna have FIFA, Madden, <laughs> NBA, golf, like. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I, anyway, yeah, Anthem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next screen, peace. Like, yeah. Uh, the, the probably one of the biggest surprises of the out of the EA thing that came out. Um, Need, Need for Speed Payback. So everybody knew another Need for Speed was going to come out. The last Need for Speed they did, um, just it didn't really fail. It just I think it it failed to deliver the mark because for one thing, for me, the entire game took place in the dark. So there was no day maps. So it was all dark. Huh. Now they had pretty cool like rain effects. Like it yeah. looked really good with the rain and stuff, but it was all in the dark. It made no sense to me. Um, but uh, Need for Speed Payback, open world, it feels so much like Burnout. Like, and I love the Burnout series because like it shows them like racing on this thing. You know, the taking down. You know, Fast and Furious taking over this. Um, what do you call it? A semi and blah blah. But like this is more story driven. So you have like three characters that you switch in and out. So like you're like you know you're like one person's driving this car and they got to take out this car to take out this truck and then it'll like do like that and like switch to the other person and then you go there and looks really badass and uh there's gonna be customization and like relics kind of like in the crew so you can and and the forza series so when you find like uh just out in the middle you'll get like a ping and it'll tell you to go over here look for this car and then you'll get this car and then you can you know soup up you know like a car and stuff like that it's just really 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 cool man they have it feels like a lot like a movie, like like a movie, and like the wrecking cars, the takedown, man. Like it's like when you run a car into a wall, like it'll slow down and show them wrecking and putting all the damage. It looks looks freaking amazing. So, I think um, I think that's gonna be what Need for Speed needs is uh, a new facelift. And if they can make it more like Burnout, it'll be pretty it'll be pretty hot because they're yeah they're gonna for be good. sure Maybe that shit. Uh, EA EA did EA Originals, which is a indie showcase, which is pretty badass. Um, you know, because indies are a, indies are a big deal, whether people want to admit that they're not or not, or they are or not. So there's a game called A Way Out, which is done by the guy that did Brothers and uh, Brothers. Um, did you ever play Brothers at all? I've never played. I didn't play all the way through it. Brothers was about you know two two kids that are brothers, but you control one brother with the left stick, one one control with the right stick. Huh. All in one controller. It's really weird, but oh, it, but it, it worked. It worked really well, and it's very you know like hipster indie, you know like all cool like that. Uh, so this is this is the new project from that guy. Oh, was that this is the uh, uh, way out to prison? One, yeah, right? prison, yeah, 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 yeah. They look so two you play, brothers. Well, they, they're really? not. I thought they were brothers at first, but it looks like it, they're two different guys. 
one's already in the pen, and then the other one's coming in on the bus. That's how it starts. Yeah. And then the entire game will be played in split screen, even if you're playing one player. So that's what I don't understand. I don't understand how the AI is going to do this. But So it'll be completely in split screen, but it'll split screen like this, like this, so you can see like things that are going on. You see both of their perspectives at all times. And you're going to be breaking out of prison, and it's like all co-op and co-op entirely. you got to... Um, you know, use clues and like tools to break out of prison. Then once you're out of prison, you have to keep ditching the cops and try to clear your name and stuff like that. And it's set in the seventies and you know, it looks, it looks really stylish. It doesn't look like a, you know, gears of war type triple game, but it looks, it, it looks, it looks pretty good. Yeah. And, um, it's just really weird. Like how it's split screen all the time. And even if you're playing online with somebody or couch co-op, it's still like mm-hmm. that too. I think, I think it's cool because you're going to, you're gonna have. It's kind of weird. Like, how are you gonna be able to watch the screen, both screens at the same time, and still get the the, the, the full feel of it? I don't know, but it looks pretty cool, and 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 it's crazy too. Like I say, I love both screens, but I can't stand split screen. Like I hate split screen playing. Maybe back in the day I could tolerate it, but like now there's no reason. Like oh, let's play let's play couch co-op. If it's split screen, no, you get your own Xbox. And then we'll then then we'll play co-op. There's no yeah. problem. <laughs> like you know, but. Oh, it's just really, it's just really cool. Like they're shooting, driving, action, workout. You know, for like sim stuff, keep your keep your health up. You know, all yeah. that shit. It's pretty cool. Uh, another game they play or thing they showed, which is like uh, Seed, which is Search for Extraordinary Experiences Division. Um, I don't know. It's like kind of like weird. It almost looked like a VR thing. I have really no idea uh, what it was. Hmm. And they showed like some graphics from Scorpio, which we'll talk about later. Uh, they teased a new game called Anthem. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, it looks crazy. So we'll talk about we'll talk about that. They showed a shitload of Star Wars Battlefront Two, a uh, full campaign. You can bridge the gap between Jedi and the Force Awakens, which is crazy. Uh, three times the amount of content, more heroes, vehicles, and customization. Um, Dice brought in the game changers. Uh, so they brought in all these people that are like the top Battlefront players. Top streamers, top every top Star Wars nerds, tops everything, and brought them all there to Dice, and they were like, "Make our game. Tell us what you do. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what to add. Tell us what to not." It's crazy. They went in there and they did this shit, man. So they they have different classes, abilities. Like it's just it, like you'll have like <clears throat> a trooper that can drop down ammo packs, just like you know, just like battle battlefield, yeah, like support battlefield. classes, yeah. You're going to have a sniper. You're going to have, like, all this shit, which they had before, but this is more fleshed out. And then there's, like, everything, everything is redone. Like, if you try to go off on your own, Lone Wolf, you're done. You're going to get creamed. Um, it's like gun, the gunplay, they reworked the entire gunplay, so it's more like Battlefield. You can play as droids. You, there's just there's just so much graphical detail when you're flying, when you're flying into one of the vehicles. It's insane. Um, you know, they added like Darth Maul, Ray, <clears throat> um, Yoda, fucking Dooku, like all these people. Yeah, they had they had that in the first one, but all these people and like, and you can actually have them like fight. Like they were saying that like we're thinking about doing like ulterior universes or whatever. So yeah. you can have like Yoda fighting Ray and like you know Luke fighting Yoda and shit. Like it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Like I can't. Awesome. Really, I didn't see in the game that you could play first person, but. I know they were all playing in third person, so maybe that's maybe that's back to its roots. Um, so I don't know, but it looked it looked phenomenal, and I think that they're they're really gonna they're really gonna just go balls out on on Battlefront too. Mm-hmm. So 
so that's all of EA, EA's thing. What, what do you think your favorite thing from EA, EA was that you've I'd seen, to, read about, anything about? Uh, probably Battlefront. Just probably, like, just because, like, what they did with the first one was really cool, I thought, because, you know, they went back into the vault and they checked out all, like, the original models, and mm-hmm. that's how they, they built the game. So when they came back and, you know, brought back or brought in all these people, like, like quote-unquote experts, um, to, like, build, like, hey, what do you want in this? Yeah. Like, I thought that was probably the coolest thing. Because in, Battle, in Battlefront 1, the... Everything on that surface of that game was amazing. Like the the sound, the sound is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And like having that thing on my seven point one headphones, man, oh my god. And like the graphics were great, but it's just that it felt like too, too arcadey and like to where you die so fast. And I couldn't get mm-hmm. any kind of kills. And like, and and the biggest thing was the DLC. Like I wanted to play it, but I'm like, man, I, I just don't want to put more money into this. Yeah. But now, like with this game, they're they said like everything will be free. All maps, we're not split. No community. Every mode, game mode, game map, will all be free. But they're gonna have the battle, the battle pack system too, which is cool. But that it doesn't throw it. It doesn't throw. It's not a pay to win situation when yeah. it comes to that. So that's what's cool to me. Yeah. So either that or either that or when we were talking about how uh, EA was like, hey, we're open to criticism, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you, your your name was like, your name shit five years ago. Yeah. And the cool thing is like you recognize that. And you're now taking steps to reestablish that because, yeah. like, if Which you're gonna, is what you're supposed to do when yeah. you have a business. Yeah, you and know? if if you if you continue if you want to continue to produce content, you have to have people on your side. So, like, rebuilding that it's it's a smart move for them, and I respect that. Yeah. So we'll get what? How long do you got? Uh, I've, I'm, I think we're rescheduling the meeting, so I'm, I'm pretty much free. Okay, cool. Okay, I said I wanted to be late. Yeah. Okay, so Xbox uh, came out just swinging. They were just like, all right, here's. Here's our okay. I, I hate saying this. I am an Xbox fanboy. I love my Xbox. I love all my other systems too. Xbox holds a special place in my heart. Always has, and it's where my friends are at. Oh, so, I get that. So like, I I love I, I loved. It. I was so excited for their conference, and they to me they did a really good uh, conference. Xbox One X. They came out swinging. They were like, all right, it's coming out. This is the new name for Scorpio, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> November seventh. Uh, worldwide, uh, they got a, they uh, specs pick. I I'm supposed to look for one, but it's got it's got some crazy shit. It's basically what a eight hundred dollar computer would be. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's pretty good. Um, now the they come on there, they talk about all this. They're like, it's gonna be four K. It's gonna load your games faster. Blah 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 blah. Now it's got like a liquid cooler on the GPU, and it's also the smallest Xbox. That's what blew me away. It's the smallest Xbox ever. It's even smaller than Xbox One S. Incredible. They fit all this power into that thing. Um, even PC fanboys are coming out, and they're like, it's a pretty good deal. Because the technology you're getting in that machine is about the range of eight to $900 on a, on a PC. Mm-hmm. And that's for, especially for the form factor. Because anytime on a PC you go smaller, you're looking for an upcharge. Yeah. Like for the micro consoles and stuff. And um, so that's freaking amazing, dude. I was blown away by that. The, the biggest thing to me... Is I have all these people saying to me all the time, I don't own a 4K TV yet, so there's no reason for me to upgrade. Bullshit. Well, not bullshit because it's your money; you can do what you want with it. But like, even if you don't have a 4K TV, you only have a 1080p TV or an Ultra HD TV, it's still gonna look better. Like they went into all this. I don't know all the technical terms about it, but they said it, it it'll look better. They talked about like. Anti was mm-hmm. anti lazing. Yeah, and so I like the, the thing with it is like it, it's it's stupid powerful at this point, but 
I'm not sure that the software for games at the, like at right now are going to match it. So like yeah, it's going to be capable of 4K, but I don't think we're going to get like 4K quality for a little bit until yeah. games get optimized. Yeah, cuz it'll the 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 ones they said at launch will be Minecraft, which you're thinking to yourself, why Minecraft? But I'll tell you that in a minute. Uh Gears of War, Forza Horizon mm-hmm. 3, um I think Recore will be on there. Basically the Microsoft exclusive ones, but then they're letting the developers for the other games. I, I'm pretty sure Shadows of Mordor just dropped an update the other day. It was a pretty big update. I think they I think they raised it to 4K too. So like it's it's pretty it's pretty insane. Like so it's mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna look better. And uh, but even like loading loading your games faster. You know I think the dashboard's gonna run faster. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna have more power. Like they said something about how um, the Xbox had like four. Four gigabyte or six gigabytes, but four or something like that. Three gigabytes, something like that. Basically, like it was three three to run the dashboard, and then two extra for system resources. It was crazy. So now they can even up that even more. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to find it because I know on on the page we actually talked about like uh, the the graphics capability, and it's mm-hmm. going to be somewhere. Uh, it's not going to be like top tier because mm-hmm. I mean like it, it, it like. Without a doubt, there's no way that's going to touch like the 1080 Ti. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. like that's just insane for PC. Yeah, but for what it can do, like it's insane because it's like mid tier at this point. Yeah. So, like yeah, like an eight nine hundred dollar yeah. PC where, which is, I mean, to, to me, like it's like, dude, that's sh- that shit's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even the biggest graphics snob out there. My my main thing is if it'll load my dashboard faster because the dashboard on the Xbox One is just always so sluggish. Yeah, there's way too many posts for me to yeah. try and find it. But yeah, like yeah. like I was saying. One thing I do think is funny that they're going with is the full circle deal. Mm-hmm. The freaking Xbox One X. Xbox. Yeah. Like you could say they win it in a full 360. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it is really weird. Uh, but I, I mean, these companies always do that. They always have a code name and mm-hmm. then they come out with the official name. It's like, I, don't this, I don't understand it. Just call it what the fuck it is. Like, you know, and like, the new, new, new Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like when you, when you type it out, you know, like you can type out like, Capital X, uh, B O, capital X, whatever. Should you type in, you know, one capital X? Like that looks like that looks like one of them Xbox gamer tags, you know, like yeah. XX sniper XX wolf two yeah. three six or like <laughs> like it's ridiculous. You want know something funny? I didn't. I like I had no idea why people called it the X Bone. I just thought it was because it was like funny, mm-hmm. you know. And then I realized it's just Xbox One. Yep. Yep. Like it, it, like it, it never dawned. That started on me. like right when they announced it, you mm-hmm. know, and and uh, it's really it's really funny, you know. To uh, oh yeah, another thing is like um, so it's gonna be five hundred dollars, which isn't bad. Yeah, considering what the power is. But here's the biggest thing: so I've been in a GameStop since it was announced. I'm building trade credit towards pre-ordering it as soon as it's pre-orderable. I go in there, people are like, "Well, you know, it's not really worth it to upgrade. You you don't need to." Xbox One, Xbox One S, and Xbox X. Xbox One X sounds so stupid saying it. They're all going to work together. It's all a family. So all your X, your Xbox 360 backwards compatible, your Xbox One games, and the newly announced backwards compatible Xbox original games are all going to work on all three systems. You're not going to be splitting the party. One's going to load faster than the other one, but yeah. the match isn't going to start before you know. And like it's just, it's just it. Well, it's a premium console for a premium audience. 
Yeah. The diehards like myself are going to want to get it. The people that are going to want to upgrade to for the visual quality are going to want to get it, but they're not expecting every single person to come out come out and buy it. Like they don't they don't need to. Well, is 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 it is it still technically like the eighth generation? Like, is it going to play like Xbox One games? Yeah. Or is it, it Xbox plays, One X games? It plays everything. Okay, so see, yeah. and then th- 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 that's no, the thing. Yeah, like, you don't you don't need to. There's no yeah. as of right now, like the new three S XL. Yeah, same you thing. Can only play. Xenoblade Chronicles 3D on that system. Oh, okay. Yeah. It only works on 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 well then the new the new the new 2DS 2 2DS XL whatever. It'll play on them because it's got the more RAM inside of it mm-hmm. to play that game. So as of right now, there's no specific Xbox One X games. I don't ever think there will be because they're not gonna. That's the main thing they're wanting to do is to not split that split that con that that. Place. Okay, so it's still, just like it's just okay. So like I load up my Steam and I play Arma Three. Yeah, you know, I boot that game up, or I can play that, and my computer's not gonna be able to run it at max. Maybe it will. I don't. Know, I haven't tried it, but I can play it like you know, medium. So the foliage on the ground isn't gonna be as thick. So I could be like laying down there. I can see somebody laying down there trying to snipe me, and I'm gonna see them easier than they're gonna see me because they have their specs crazy up. I'm camouflaged more in. Where they're just sitting like on a field with a bunch of like some bushes around them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, are we gonna see that on the console? I doubt it, but like it's just it's just for fidelity of graphics, like I, I think, and I don't know. I think that uh, like it's it's a premium it's a premium console, and I wish people could get out of that mindset of like, oh, this is the new X, you know, this is the new Xbox. It's not the new Xbox. It's just a souped up version I guess like, yeah it's just like the PS4 Pro like you can get the PS4 or the PS4 Pro and and if you don't want to do it you don't have to you're still going to be able to play the same games they all play the same games there's not games specifically made for that it's just like if you hook a VR headset up to the PS4 Pro it's going to look a little better yeah I mean and even then but, like, if you look back Xbox has been doing this yeah like, there's the 360 360 yeah. Elite three, new 360 Slim yeah you yeah. know each of them had like the little better specs and this one it's I think there's a bigger jump, but for the most part, you know, yeah. if it's not jumping to a new generation, it's still in the yeah. eighth gen, still plays those games. It's just it's just really weird to see like how how the public reacts to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Xbox is confident, and um, I don't know. I love I love the shit out of the thing, and oh, yeah. and, and my, my thing is that there's no switch, there's no setting. You pop the game in, and if it's 4K, it's going to show 4K. On the PS4 Pro, you actually have to go into these fucking games and put a setting on there to ch- to turn on 4K or, or Ultra HD. It makes no sense. Like, it just makes no damn sense. I think the PS4 Pro on, I mean, like, the specs inside the Xbox One X just blow it away. It's crazy. And I think Sony just jumped the gun. Like, they knew that they could do it, and they were like, well, let's put this in there. And, like, it's just so weird to me that Sony, the maker of Blu-ray, doesn't have a... 4K Blu-ray player in, in it. It's just, it's really strange to me. Now it's 4K Blu-ray blowing up like it it did with DV, the VHS to DVD, no, or the DVD to Blu-ray, no. But still, it should be in there. You yeah. make the damn technology. It's think, weird. Uh, I mean, you know, not E3. I think Blu-ray hasn't caught on like that. Hasn't jumped from like VHS to DVD because like yeah. streaming killed everything. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you're right. And maybe that's why Sony did. They're like, well, let's. Why do we need to put it in there? No, I mean they already have. Like, because you can stream 4K on it anyway. Yeah. So, so that's probably that's probably it. But like, but the thing is, is that more and more uh, states and cities are getting data caps 
and when you have a data cap, you down you stream a 4K two-hour movie, you're looking at close to 15 gigs of data. Like that's crazy. Oh, because uh, like on my Netflix account, like I went in there on my Netflix and my Hulu, and I changed the standard definition, and it cut yeah. my data in half. So I have more data for downloads and stuff like that. Mm. It's crazy because you know places we're fortunate enough to have Cox where we have a terabyte a terabyte of cap cap yeah. a month, which is pretty damn good. I mean, if you're going through a terabyte, shit, dude. Yeah, like, no, like, like, I I, uh, I did. Yeah, I looked into it a lot, and with like data, so say like high stream high high def gaming, an hour is going to do about like three gigs, mm-hmm. three gigs of data. Per hour, mm-hmm. but I mean, thing is though, like you'd have to you'd have to be on it. Like I think it said like thirty three hours in a day. So I mean, there's not even thirty three hours yeah. in a day to like drain your months worth. Of yeah, data. exactly. So like if there's like four people in your house, you know, just and gaming is there like a gig, you know, or like streaming YouTubers. Like or my my co host. Yeah. So him, like him, it's him and two kids, and they're either having. Netflix on, or they're gaming on their PS4, or the uh, YouTube and gaming on the PC, and then him Netflixing or gaming on yeah. the console, and like they went through a terabyte in a month. That's crazy. They went over like 250 gigs. Isn't that crazy? Man. But see, I think the thing is, is like I tried telling him, I'm like, dude, like you need to go in there, you need to set your Netflix on to not autoplay because he'll fall asleep to Netflix or his kids will, and then it'll continuously play the next episode or the mm-hmm. next movie, and it's like, dude, you need to turn that shit off because that drains. It drains your your data. I mean, you're not you're sleeping. You don't need a damn data to be running. Yeah. And like, uh, but like I I seen that I was like, fuck, dude, that's a lot of data, dude. And then like, uh, it's like I, I do a lot, but there's no way I'll even scrape yeah. a terrible. I was when they announced it, I was afraid I would because my roommate, you know, he'll fall asleep and he'll leave, he'll leave his Hulu account running, and I can't get in there to turn that off. But, but um. Yeah, like it. It just. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't even think we come close to hitting it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you should be fine. Yeah. Just two it's guys. just really weird. But but with four K, man, mm-hmm. that's 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 some heavy streaming. But anyway, so then they showed Forza Seven, which another Forza game. You yep. know, it's cool. There's a lot of racing fans out there. But then yeah. they made this big spectacle about showing the new Porsche on stage or whatever. I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude! Like no yeah. one cares about that. Uh, they show the new Metro game, which I know you were you were really excited for that. Oh yeah, uh, I have both Metro games. I've not played them all the way through. I really want to. They're hardcore. Yeah, they're. I heard they're hardcore shit. Like like, I mean like the best translation I can go to like being a retro and modern is like Nintendo hard. You know where it's like that, yeah, that just brutal total metal. Like it's just it's it's hot like. It's atmospheric as shit. Man. Atmospheric. Like, yeah. It's terrifying. You'll yeah. run into one place and like. You don't, know if you don't know if you're going to have enough air to get through the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This game looked really, really cool. Like, beautiful shit and, like, tons of open, more open world, which I thought was cool. Because Metro, Last Light and Metro 2033 had, had uh, like, hub worlds kind of thing. You yeah. know, like, where you'd go into one area and then you go to the next area and travel through. And it was pretty cool. But, yeah, this game looks really freaking cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my biggest surprises of all E3 was Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, as everybody knows, they took a year off because they were just basically cranking out the same exact shit. I think the last great Assassin's Creed was Black Flag. This comes out, and this is um, happening in Egypt. They showed a bunch of gameplay. They got ships, and you got pyramids, like Sparta-type battles where you're fighting like arenas, which I thought was cool. Um, 
this like massive fucking snake, which is look like Resident Evil. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> you play this like you play this Egyptian sheriff type dude. Like you're kind of like a sheriff going around trying to fix things. Um, that's what I gathered from anyway. But they added like so much more RPG and like like they have like color coded Diablo type loot. Yeah. And, it's just crazy. There's it just looks so open, and they're showing like the way the combat works. Like it looks just looks so damn good. See, and like the biggest gripe with me and Assassin's Creed, like I I played the first three, and I got burnt out on them because it was like, climb here, go here, kill this you need, person. You need to play Black Flag. Dude. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like they've, shit they've, is amazing. It's gone up, but like yeah. what I've seen from here, like there's like there's that like you said the more RPG feel. Yeah. Like you got like there's like skill trees and. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that they. That's what I'm saying, man. Some of these games, you just take that year off. You bite the bullet. I mean, there's no bullet to fucking bite. You're making millions and millions off this franchise. Just take oh, yeah. a year off. Start from the ground up, and that's what they did with this. Like they straight up said, "This is from the ground up." Like we're doing, we're doing a whole new, a whole new take on Assassin's Creed, and that's what they need, man. Like I just, I just do not understand. Like that breath of fresh air. See that? Yeah. That, that always gets me super excited when yeah. companies do that. Especially when it's something you really, really love, and then they come back in and, and, and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this game come out called uh, Massive Success on PC, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, which is basically a Hunger Games simulator yeah. with guns, and you everybody starts off in this one thing, and it's like basically down to the last man standing. It's pretty crazy. They're going to have an exclusive console launch on the Xbox One, and like all these games, they're like... And it, and working with Xbox One X, you know, like, you know, better graphics yeah. and shit like that. Um, there's this game called Deep Rock Galactic. Oh, and another thing that was big this year is Mixer. So, Mixer is Microsoft's new streaming service. It's just like Twitch, better in my opinion. You have um, a level, so you get to, like, earn XP while you're watching or streaming. You have, like, interactive features. Every game, it's up to the game how they want to interact. So, uh, Telltale is one of the biggest ones right now, where when you're playing the Batman game, um, when, you're, when, you're streamer, when your viewers are watching you stream, they can vote on how to uh, answer the question. It's really weird. Like, within a split second, it's really strange. There's, like, no latency. Like, when it happens... Somebody can comment, you can say it right back to them. That's like, wild. Because, like, on Twitch, there's, like, a 20-second, 30, sometimes even 30-second delay. It sucks. But on this, yeah, it's 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 instant. It's really weird how they do it. And, like, uh, they're working out all the bugs, and they got some kind of UI issues and stuff like that. But, you know, it looks really cool. But a lot of these games they showed, they showed, uh, it, it, they all said interactive mixer support. So you're going to be able to play, like, these games, and when people are watching it, they're going to be able to help determine how, how the game works. And uh, this was like kind of like a you're like a bug and you're mining and stuff like that. So I don't know. They didn't really. They just kind of hinted at it. Uh, another game they did that with, which was the Darwin, the Darwin Project, which is a um, hero fighter, kind of like Smite or you know like a MOBA type thing where okay. you know like it's like hero fighter, like Overwatch or Paladins, and like you're running around and there's this really freaking annoying announcer that was that was esporting the thing. Oh my god, he was terrible. <laughs> but um it's gonna be interactive on Mixer too, so like it showed like he 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 was like, Oh look, here's Farah, she's coming around the corner and what does she see? Oh she sees Rockman and Rockman Rockman looks like he's got the disadvantage, but oh one of the mixers one of the mixer viewers threw a shield on him because he they could do that through the chat. They threw a shield on him and gave him a little bit of advantage, but she still took him down. 
And uh, it's kind of like that Shadowrun game on the 360. It reminded me of that. Mixed a little bit of Smite and Paladins and stuff. So it looked pretty cool. I'm pretty pretty interested in that and seeing how that goes. Uh, State of Decay 2, which is like, you know, way bigger. You're building everything. Uh, it looks more choice driven. So, like, it's your choice whether you want to save or kill a survivor. You know, if you want to risk it for the biscuit or if you want to just be like, fuck it, I'm going to execute you right now because I'm not going to risk you turning and biting one of us. It's pretty cool. Like, it looks like there's more zombie types. There's like an exploding one and a toxic one, shit like that. So, mm-hmm. and that comes out in spring. Did you ever play State of Decay 1? I've been meaning to pick it up because, like, I've I've, I've been looking for that, like, sandbox base build game. Yeah. Like, I've been looking for that for forever. And I got close with a couple, but, like, nothing's really popped out my way. State of Decay, I think that was the answer. I just haven't shelled yeah. out for it. Well, State of Decay 1, you, you kind of build in the first one, but this one looks like you're building a lot more. Mm-hmm. You might look into Fortnite, which is coming out. Okay. Fortnite, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Fortnite is by, is by Epic. And that game looks incredible because you get to like, you get to um, do like some crazy, crazy uh, base building. Then you got to like fort off enemies at night, and you yeah. got to go out and explore and get shit to build your base. It looks really really tight. So I won't go over a lot of these. They showed a lot of Sea of Thieves, which is which is pretty badass because um, you know that I, I think that game's gonna be great. It's cool that they actually showed it, and then they let people stream it, which was which was a big deal. So. You can see a lot more gameplay how how it plays, and they showed like cannoning people to other islands or or to the other person's ship. It was like fuck, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited for that game. I know my co-host Brady is as well. Um, let's see here. They got they finally showed Cuphead's coming out on September 29th. Yeah. So that, that everybody's been fucking biting the claws for that. Uh, Crackdown three that was funny that they showed. They yeah, showed the, uh, Terry, Terry Crews. Crews. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty awesome. He will be playable in the game. That's awesome. Um, I'm really excited for that game. They didn't really show... They, there is some gameplay out there. I think like 10 minutes of gameplay. Somebody got off the show floor, so I'm really excited for that. But mm-hmm. the destruction in that game looks phenomenal. Can't yeah. wait. And that comes out on uh, November 7th. Uh, Life is Strange 2, they showed that. Shadows of Mordor 2, you can do like followers and fortresses, consume their mind and make them follow you. Huge open world. I'm really, really pumped for that because I loved the first one. Uh, they showed Ori and the Blind Forest 2, The Will of the Wisps. So that's cool. That game's really, really fucking popular. Uh, and then the they announced Xbox Originals, which we talked about a little bit earlier. They're gonna start. They're gonna start with Crimson Skies, and like that's fucking cool to me that they're bringing out Xbox Originals, man. Yeah. And they're not gonna support. Um, what did he say? Not gonna support achievements. There won't be any achievements for them, but it will support online play. And it'll start, and I think that's what they said, or maybe, I think they said online play, maybe System Link or something like that. I think it's System Link, or something like that. But uh, with System Link, you can actually, since it's already connected to your network, you can actually get on this website called X-Link Kai, and you can play Xbox original, PS2 original, GameCube original games online. That's awesome. It's like all like the Fantasy Star games, and like games that got people love on there, you can, you can play all that shit on there, it's pretty nuts. Um... So then the last thing they showed was uh, Anthem, which is Bioware EA's attempt at Destiny, which is which is cool because Destiny has something there and it's bound to be replicated by other mm-hmm. companies and like they went all out on this game. Like the flying when when you're in the suit and um, the massive world that man like 
all the suits are different. You can like customize the shit out of it. Yeah. There's named loot in there. There's like in the demo they showed this person and they're like, hey, should we go? Out, should we go out here and try to try to find this area? And then they're like, they're like, no, no, no. Let's go back there later when when blah 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 gets online. So there's gonna be like areas like you know that's probably like what they quote unquote a dungeon type area. Mm-hmm. Like God, it just looks it just looks so fucking cool to me. Yeah, and like and the thing that I, it gets me super hyped is just like. I don't know, because I like with with Destiny. It, I mean, you know, it's only concept mm-hmm. is what they're showing right now. But like with Destiny, I feel like it was cool, but it fell a little short in some areas. And I think, and like from what I've seen, like is this game like fills that for yeah. me. I'm su- I'm super stoked. So the on on our show we've talked a shitload about Destiny because mm-hmm. um, my co-host he's a massive Death Hard. Um, when people say Destiny falls short, it's because they're talking about the vanilla version, and the vanilla version is just like every other thing, just like Xbox One's launch. Like everybody remembers the horror of when it launched, but like Destiny now as a package, like as you play, mm-hmm. like if you went and bought Destiny now, the expansions, it's fucking great, dude. Yeah, it's definitely a slow burn. So like when you're playing, you're not gonna have like you're not gonna get everything inst- instantaneously. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how Anthem handles that, like because they don't want to. They don't want you to get so much good stuff right off the bat because if you do, then you're not going to come back to it. But um, I don't know. It looked really cool. Uh, I'm all for having two games like this. Like I, oh, I can't wait for Destiny 2. We're getting ready to pre-order it. We're going to get the beta in July. Mm-hmm. Like we're so excited for it. But uh, I'm really, really pumped for this game just because I love the I love the flying around in like the Rocketeer type suit. Like, yeah. It looks so tight, man. Oh, it looks awesome. Yeah, I'm so. super stoked for Anthem. And it comes out in 2018, so... Supposedly, we'll see. Uh, yeah. yeah, sorry. Uh, so, you're a big Bethesda fan. Yes, and I was so. <sighs> I was disappointed. As I shit was in incredibly their disappointed. I stayed up. It was like coming on at eleven. Uh, Bethesda conference. I'm like, fuck yeah, here we go. It's gonna be mm-hmm. great. We're gonna see like a new IP. We're gonna see something good. And it just fucking flopped so bad. Yep. Like they showed a bunch of DR or VR. Uh, which is like Doom, Fallout, um, Skyrim VR. Now, here's the thing. You would think, okay, well, I'm going to get on my Steam and boot up Fallout and turn on my Vive headset and play. Nope. Nope. You have to buy the entire game. Fucking uh, Howard, he's doing it. He's doing it. He's just... Last year wasn't bad. Last year, Bethesda wasn't bad. But this year, it's like, hey, hold my beer. (laughs) Let me drop the ball. It's crazy. It It started with... One of my favorite games ever, but overhyped, Skyrim. We're going to give you this... Spe- like, and, and they do it. Like, you know, the Game of the Year editions for special editions. Mm-hmm. So that's understandable. But Legendary Remastered? Like, you can download mod packs that make your game look yeah. better than what but they But for the console people, that, that it, I thought... Because yeah. I, bought, I bought the special edition because I love that game mm-hmm. and it was cool it was cool yeah. to see all the mods and stuff because I never but, had a computer that could run that shit yeah but but that's still bearable that's yeah. still bearable because it's it's some people don't have access like you said yeah. but Skyrim on the Wii re-released full retail oh on the Switch yeah or yeah Switch yeah. sorry Skyrim and, and, VR and the Skyrim on the Switch isn't going to be the what's it called version uh, mod supports and it, yeah. a lot of people are saying it's probably not even going to be the version that's that's remastered I'm or, pretty sure it's just like vanilla and then DLC yeah so or it's it's like and, non-remastered and so it's, gonna, it's like you know then they're going to have the whole you know 
Um, it's like you're being EA or yeah. whatever. You're yeah. overcharging for all your crap, yeah. and it's not cool. Like this is yep. why. Like you have a, and it's what it's shitty because they have such a diehard like diehard fan group. Like I will play and buy all the fallouts. Yeah. I don't like. I love it to death. But this is just it makes me hate you. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, cause I saw I saw the Doom and I saw the VR, and I'm like, okay, like it looks kind of cool, but like, like f- to me, VR isn't like your main gaming thing. It's kind of like it's a cool tech, mm-hmm. so you go put it on every once in a while, and I was like, okay, so if somebody owned Fallout Four or Doom, like it'd be cool to download that download that mod pack and play and play the VR thing. Nope, we're gonna we're gonna charge you. Doom VR will be a standalone product, as will Fallout VR, VR and Skyrim. All three of them projects are gonna be completely standalone. I hope they lose I like, a ton of money. Yeah, uh, that's why I, I hope so too. It's crazy. I couldn't believe it. And then comes into the other thing, which you kind of saved it for me when I was talking to you about this, mm-hmm. which is the Creation Club. So they're gonna have new weapons, armor, quests, gameplay enhancements. Browse, you're gonna be able to browse the, the mods within the game. Use credits in the game. So you're going to be able to go to a GameStop or wherever, buy a card that's Bethesda credits, and actually buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Real mods, real quests, whatever, with real money. But it'll work with achievements and saves. So you're not going to have any game-breaking bugs, no crashes. These are mods yeah. that are guaranteed to work, guaranteed to stack, won't affect your game, and still be able to... So once Dom here told me, he's like... And I was like, that makes sense. Like... You're still going to be able to download the stuff, but that's mm-hmm. at a risk. And then my biggest thing with... Because I, I won't buy like... Well, I don't think they're going to... They're not going to allow you to buy like a Fat Boy Launcher Unlimited Ammo through that. Yeah. Because that would break... That would... Maybe not break the game, but it would let you cheat in the game. Mm-hmm. To whereas in Skyrim... I haven't played much of Skyrim or Fallout 4 because I want... Like I get on there and look at the mods. I'm like, man, I would love to have... This ultra lush mod, graphic mod, or this ultra realistic mod in there to where I can still earn achievements because achievements are a big deal to me. So I want that in there. So if I can pay a couple bucks to that to have that in there, okay, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know, not only that, but it also like if somebody created that, they're getting money for their creation that yeah. people are using. So I think I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, like like everybody like it's it's not it is not like just every mod's gonna be paid. You have to pop by now. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's it's a select hey. You know, you've heard of Enderall, right? Mm-hmm. The huge Skyrim thing made, yeah. it took years to make. Yeah, like it'll it'll be like that. So, like, hey, creator, uh, you've applied for this. Like, and there's there's checkpoints that these people have to go through yeah. to work with. It's not just gonna be okay. Joe Schmo wants to make a a flaming yeah. sword mod, and I have no problem. I have no problem, you know, paying five bucks for something like that. that yeah, is tons of hours of like it's like mm-hmm. a freaking real expansion, like. People went in there, did voice voice acting because I downloaded that Lydia follower on mm-hmm. Skyrim. Oh my god, she's like she's really like perverted and shit. Yeah. She says, "Oh, it's funny as shit, man." And like that's a cool ass mod, man. So yeah, if you can get stuff like that for for dollar, you know, dollars here, or if it's a massive expansion like what you're talking about for ten bucks, okay, yeah, I'm, so I'm like fine with it. So like worth it stuff where people like put their heart into it, like worth it. Small yeah. stuff still available. So like it just won't work it, with your achievements or, or your mm-hmm. your legit game save. The problem I have with it is it was it was delivered so poor. Mm-hmm. Like it made it sound like uh, paid mods. Like yeah. you have if if you decided to take a thirty minute conference 
Why are you focusing it on stuff that's already out that we already know about that you've already released tons of hype trailers for? Yeah. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Quake Champions. We've known about that forever. Yeah. Legends. Whoop de doo. Yeah. Um, Bethesda. Uh, the the online MOBA or uh, not MOBA, but uh, uh, MMA MMO. Uh, oh, Elder Scrolls Bulls. Online. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, why are you talking about that? You're Take right. that time to in-depth talk about your yeah. this thing that it's going to cause a huge controversy. Yeah, yep, I fully agree, man. Because they had, or like Dishonored DLC, like, okay, we kind of figured that was coming. Like, you don't need to show any screen time with that. Yeah. The Skyrim stuff for Switch was was a good deal because a lot of people are, are interested in mm-hmm. the Switch version. And they are going to have Amiibo support. Uh, which shows like Zelda Gear, which yeah, I thought that was, that pretty was dope. badass. And then the motion controls, like they said, that they're gonna have that in there with the whole, you know, things, which completely optional. By the way, you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the quite the Quake Champions, they are banking on that quite a bit because they're trying to make that they're trying to make that an esports thing again. And uh, but like it's pretty cool, man. Like uh, I I have I played the beta. I don't know if you have or not. It's really really twitch based. Of course, it's super quick. like it's it's fast paced, yeah. isn't it? But like the characters, like Overwatch, like each character has its own personality. They talk during it, and then they just introduce you know BJ Blazkowicz from the Wolfenstein series, which I thought was pretty fucking cool. That's so like if they start adding like Duke Nukem in there and like shit like that from like id Software, oh man, that'd be fucking tight. But um. Then they showed like Evil Within two, which we which we pretty much knew was coming to, and mm-hmm. that's coming out on Friday Friday October thirteenth, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, and then then the best thing of their whole thing they yeah. shown was was Wolfenstein two. I got su- I got super hyped for yeah. that. That's the one. That's what's what. Got which me my thing is, man, is is uh, it's Wolfenstein two, the next Colossus. It starts off a nineteen sixties movie, shows like a bunch of decades of TV and like alternate universe. I fucking love alternate universe stuff if Nazis had won and took over the world. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, like it looks so cool. There was like a cat that was like mutated because like the, you know, the Nazis, they were known to like put, yeah. do crazy experiments with shit and like it showed like one just moving around that was like, you know, like, oh, it's crazy. And like KKK dudes walking down the streets of the Germans and like oh, just freaking nuts, man. Um, I, you know, I like, it just looks so good and like, there's gonna, they're still gonna have that crazy, uh, that crazy cast of characters and and like, just like, the Blaskowitz just being you know, this like macho man type dude that like just goes in there balls to the wall and like you know it just looks really cool man I, I just I can, like them showing like famous music that we know from that time period, but German fied, you know like Nazi fied oh my god like it's just it's I love the alternate universe stuff man, they showed that they're like it's coming out on October twenty seventh and then done. Their conference was done. I was like, really? Man, that's that was bad. I couldn't believe it. Like, Bethesda used to be so tight with their conferences. But I was like, damn. But Bethesda sure the hell does love to say fuck on their concerts. Or on their on their things. Did you hear them say it, like, several times? Yeah. It was hilarious. I was laughing so bad. Um, so, yeah. The, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's freaking nuts, man. So, we'll get the next one. is Ubisoft. They come out swinging, in my opinion. With uh, there was this, been this talk between a Mario and the Rabbids from the Rayman Rabbids people, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Ubisoft, um, I had no idea that this that like this. I think this was probably the biggest surprise of E three for a lot of people because like no one knew what this was going to be. But it comes out and it's basically XCOM with Mario yeah. and fucking the Rabbids people. 
it's a tactics game, so you're going to be like going behind cover and it increases your chance of not getting hit. There's a percentage of your chance of get hitting them. And like it's a Switch exclusive, man. It's like it just looks so fucking cool. There's tons of weapons and skill trees, combo moves, and like you're going around the whole Mushroom Kingdom. It looks badass, man. And then it's coming out in August. Yeah. Like, like what the hell? Like, everybody was like, what, really? Like, the, the, cheer, the cheer was so loud. And they had Miyamoto up there. And, like, and it's a big deal. Anytime Nintendo lets loose of the reins a little bit and lets somebody else come in there and work with them, like, that's a big deal. So this this is a huge deal for this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's a big deal for the Switch, too, because, you know, it's going to be an ex- another exclusive game for the Switch. Um so that was, did you watch any any of that gameplay at all? Have you played XCOM at all? I've I've like the seen newer, the newer version. It's pretty it's pretty damn good, man. Um and no one here is not or it's not a secret to no one on here that I am a massive fan of the crew. The crew was fucking awesome. It was the whole United States, you get to go anywhere and everywhere you want. Um, you know, of course it's shrunk down, of course, but Mm-hmm. Uh, over time, they added monster trucks and off-road vehicles and all this crazy shit. Uh, this one, they're they're going nuts. Like airplanes, bikes, boats, Indy cars, monster trucks, cars, trucks, um, biplanes, like everything. And their the story mode is kind of like you trying anything you can to go viral. So like you're trying to make a name for yourself on on the internet and like getting followers and shit. That was pretty cool. That's cool. And uh, the graphics are just overhauled like crazy because the crew was a little muddy and didn't really have the best mm-hmm. graphics, but they had something there. Um, and dude, I'm so freaking stoked, man! They're gonna have a beta. They're gonna have a rewards program for returning members of who bought, played, and did certain things in the game. And I've pretty much done everything in that game. Um, I'm really, really excited excited for that game. It comes out in early 2018. They showed some more South Park the Fractured Butthole. Finally Thank got, <laughs> finally got a whole damn fucking date for it. October seventeenth, it's coming out. It's gonna be fun. That oh, yeah. first game, oh my god, so I've fun. not laughed that hard at a video game. <laughs> god damn, dude, that shit was hilarious, oh, man. Yeah. And the nuts swinging towards the TV. Oh my god, I was just dying laughing. I'm like, uh, oh, I can't wait for that. Um, some weird VR game with Elijah Wood in it from SpectraVision. I don't really know much about it. Transference. I'm sure there's more of that. Um, I was really, really, really blown away by this game. A lot of people aren't, aren't going to be because they're just, they don't really give a shit, I don't think. But uh, Skull and Bones, which is like a pirate game. So they're, they basically brought in people from Black Flag, from SNS Creed Black Flag. And this is going to be a full pirate adventure pvp online co-op pve individual ships own abilities and crews there's everything it's a shared world so everybody it's going to be constantly evolving people taking over different areas and oh my god like me and my co-host we've been wanting a pirate game forever and this it looked incredible like the graphics and like how you take over ships and god i can't wait so that's coming out in fall. Like I, that game to me is is probably my most anticipated game out of, of the Ubisoft lineup coming out. Um, well, I guess, I guess, Far Cry would probably be up there too. They showed this game called Starling Battle for Atlas. Did you see this game? Um, it's like I didn't. So you know, like Skyliners, right? Like you put on the portal. Yeah. This attaches to controllers. So your Xbox controller, which is the USB on the top of it, or your PS4, which is on the top of it, or your Switch controller, which is on the top of it, and you have um, 
you buy these like ships from GameStop like in like a little package and you attach to that and it brings ship into the game and it's like a it's like a you know like a space game where you're going from planet to planet and you know you're going kind of like a No Man's Sky type thing. Yeah. It looks pretty cool, but it'll it'll be interesting to see what their pricing is on the on the ships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's pretty dope. But it's cool that it's, that it's on that it's on all systems too. Um I see you so like Far Cry Far Cry 5. They showed that um, that pissed so many people off. Like, what? What do you mean? Though, like, what? Because the graphics or what? Or just like the 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 story behind it? It got it. They try to twist it into something like political. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, the whole game. Is... The whole game is going to be about like, um, uh, you know, it's it's in Montana and there's a like a pastor preacher, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That his views are very very out there, and mm-hmm. he's got like a, like a a clan that follows him and he's trying to recruit more members and you stumble up upon their area and they call you an outsider and you're a sinner and shit like that and it's just crazy. So it's going to, mm-hmm. to me, it has a lot of feel of like Bioshock Infinite to me, which, yeah. which gets me really pumped. Um, and, and it's just the, the thing with it though is like, like I, I'm super stoked for it because it looks cool as hell, mm-hmm. but like, like just people getting pissed off about it and it's like, it's, it's a, it's a game, you know, like don't, yeah. understand the story like it's telling a story it's not I don't know I mean, my thing is my thing is I like that they're all the Far Cry's have always been in other countries mm-hmm. we're finally getting one for our country and um, like in them rural areas and some places like Montana and you know uh, Salt Lake City and some southern places like there's some people out there that are very very close to their religion and close to their commune and people that are in there. Oh, yeah. And they think of some twisted shit. So, like, seeing, like, all them and they're, like, stockpiling guns for, you know, the revolution or the, you know, what they think is the end of days. Like, I think that shit is really, really interesting. It's going to be interesting to see. Because, like, Far Cry games have always had, like, a pretty intense villain, so to speak, in it. And, like, you know, I don't know. I think they're going to I think they're gonna kill it with that, man. Like, I'm really, really pumped for that game. Oh, yeah. And uh, then they showed like a basically a cinematic trailer of Beyond Beyond Good and Evil Two. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be before the events of the first. There's more races, more planets, stuff like that. And I thought that was pretty dope. All right, so on to PlayStation. Um, I'm just gonna skip around because we don't need to know about DLCs yeah. and shit. Uh, it showed Days Gone, which was looks pretty fucking awesome. Uh, tons and tons of zombies on screen at once, and like oh, that's the the, the, the bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my the, god, the zombie looks, bear. Yeah, it looks yeah. so dope. Yeah, and like you're gonna be able to use the use the zombie hordes against your enemies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like oh, we're gonna put this game out and you can play this before while you wait for Last of Us Two type of thing. So looked pretty tight. Um, they showed Monster Hunter, which is fucking crazy. That yeah, I, I can't believe Monster Hunter Worlds. It's coming to PlayStation uh, and Xbox One and mm-hmm. I think PC. I think. Uh, early 2018 and uh, to anybody doesn't know Monster Hunter is a game about hunting monsters you use you know things you find in the environment it's a lot of like the same runs to get a loot chance off of these monsters and stuff but this looks more like cinematic so to speak to where it's not like the traditional sense because keep in mind they're still coming out with Monster Hunter, Cross Cross, XX whatever Mm -hmm. for 3DS and Switch and them two will be able to be played together so the graphics aren't that you know that great so to speak but and that's the traditional monster hunter thing i think this is they're going for something a little different on here 
But this is the first time Monster Hunter's returned to another console since the Nintendo. Because mm-hmm. it was on PlayStation back in the day. Um, I think there was like an import version of three on three, and there was there was one on PSP for sure, and then I think one on PS2. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it's never been on a Microsoft console, so it's coming out and like it looks it looks so good. Yeah, and um, then they show Shadow of Colossus uh, remake. So they're remaking this game from the ground up. It's not a it's not a remaster. They're remaking the entire game from the ground up, which I think is fucking amazing because that game is in my top ten, and it's very like I tried playing on PS2 again, and it looks great. It's actually sitting over there in that bag over there. Um, it looks great, but it's not like that clear. It looks real muddy because of the graphics yeah. at that time, and. Um, like I just I, I just I can't believe that that shit's coming out, man. It's, it's fucking crazy. Um, then they showed the new God of War, which looks yeah, which looks great. Okay. I mean, they're going for more Norse mytholo- Norse mythology now, and oh god damn, I can't wait. It's gonna look so good. And like this year was the year of the snakes. Did you notice that there were so many snakes in games this year? Like, every time we'd watch a trailer, we'd be like, oh look, more snakes. It was hilarious, mm-hmm. hilarious as shit. Um, then they showed Spider Man, which is um, you know it. It's one of them games it's kind of hard to tell if it's going to be great because it looked like a lot of QTE, like quick time elements, yeah. stuff like that. So I didn't really, I didn't really um, um, kind of, you know, like, I like, god damn it, I get it. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, like I kind of, I, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Like I watch it and I still watch it because I've watched it like several times because it just looks so cool. Like you know when like Spider-Man's doing his thing where like he uses the environment to not kill the bad guys so he didn't kill anybody he like mm-hmm. wraps him up and then he when he's like trying to stop like a big uh climatic event from happening like something falling he'll like do like a bunch of things to stop it yeah and like the way they handle that in this game is they do quick time elements so like when he's like running up shit you'll hit triangle you run up here you'll hit l1 like i don't know i thought that stuff was kind of cool but there's they they've already said you're there it's gonna be open world you're gonna have side quests you're gonna have main quests like so like they just showed the 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 sp- the Spidey swinging man, like it looks fucking awesome, dude. In my opinion, I think I think Sony like owned the uh, E3. I think I think they came out like hitting hardest. Really? In my opinion, my thing is they didn't show anything new. Everything, everything. The only thing that yeah. they showed new, well, that's exclusive is Shadow of Colossus remake, and that's it's a remake. Like, and then Monster Hunter, like it's coming out for both systems, so you can you can kind of have that in in the conference as a, as a win, but like you knew. You knew a DLC was going to come out for Horizon. You knew Days Gone was going to happen. You knew God of War was happening. You knew Spider-Man. Like, they didn't show any anything. Like, I don't know. It was just really weird. Like, it wasn't a bad conference. Yeah. It wasn't Bethesda level. I just... Yeah. I think that's the new term. Yeah. See, I think <laughs> but, I think Nintendo killed it. I, I, I mean, like, their presentation is what wowed me yeah. the most. I think that's what it was. But yeah. overall the year of E three I think I think was pretty pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I said, Nintendo Nintendo killed it. They Nintendo never does a legit a legit conference, which I think is cool because Nintendo is different. They they don't try to go for the best and the best graphics. They don't mm-hmm. try to go for the the flashy this. They don't try to go for the highest tech. They just do their own thing and they're like, you know what? We're gonna do our thing. Fuck you, we don't care what anybody else thinks. Just still, with the, I've got beef with Nintendo. Yeah, they do. They do a lot of cool things, but they also do a lot of stupid shit too. It's like I, I love them. I grew up with them, but it's just it's just hard to to stand by them. Yeah. So they come out with this, uh, Xenoblade Two. They mm-hmm. still say it's coming out holiday 2017. 
Uh, I watched the Treehouse uh, version of that, which was like 38 minutes of gameplay. Looks really cool. They're taking the art style in a new direction from the first one. Um, and that like it just it looks really I don't know it's it's hard to say because there was like when they were in there they weren't showing like any of this there was like all these markers for side quests and they weren't accepting any of them so that's what I really want to see because that game's all about side quests and quests and loot and there's still all that in there so I do like how there's the gameplay is basically like you got like each character like three different party members and then behind them you have um I can't remember what they're called. Basically, like, a Pokemon-type character where, like, that person is the one that's going to be attacking for you and then whatever their base is is what fights the enemies. I don't know. It's really weird. But they revamped all the all the battle stuff to match the controls on the, on the, on the Switch controls, which I think is going to be a lot less um, complicated for people and it looks really cool. Uh, they announced a new um, Kirby game. It's just called Kirby. It's a four-player side-scrolling. Looks like... And there's like a land mapping, like the traditional Mario, where you go like one dash one, one dash two. Mm-hmm. Looks kind of cool, like that. Uh, more Kirby. I'm not really much to talk about that. Uh, Game Creep, Game Freak came out, and they talked um, about Ultra Sun and Moon, or the fuck that shit is. And then they were like, "Oh, by the way, we have a uh, developing core RPG game coming to Switch." You know, obviously Pokemon. So that's cool. I'm really freaking pumped for that. And then they were like, and then the next screen was. Uh, like kind of like space looking and then it was like zooming out and I immediately knew what it was and it was Metroid uh, Prime 4 and then it said now in development on Switch and that's it. It was like a 10 second image, you know. Uh, so people are really, really pumped for that because people want Metroid for fucking ever. Have you seen Have you seen the meme? Because you know like the last Metroid Prime mm-hmm. came out in 07? Uh, I think so, yeah. Have you seen the meme where yeah. it's like a coma. you've been in a coma mm-hmm. for 10 years. Oh boy, I can't wait to play all the new Metroid games. Yeah. She's like all sad. Man. <laughs> it's fucking funny. Uh, they showed another um, uh, Yoshi. They showed a Yoshi game, which is just called Yoshi by itself, and it's pretty cool. It's kind of like a Paper Mario type thing. So when it, you you jump up and smash down, it'll flip the screen, and you keep going from screen to screen, and you access different levels of the platforms. Look pretty cool. Uh, another Fire Emblem Warriors game, or not? Not another one. They're actually bringing out. Remember they had Hyrule Hyrule Warriors. Mm-hmm. For the Wii U, and then they put on the new 3DS oh, XL. Okay. Um, they're actually making a Fire Emblems Warriors game by the same team, so but all in the Fire Emblem series. That's cool. So, and I know there's a lot of Fire Emblem fans and a lot oh, of yeah. Warriors fans out there. So it's crazy how much Fire Emblem blown up recently. Yeah, you were, you, you were just talking to me about that. Because if you, yeah. I mean, like it's a love hate relationship. I mean, I'm glad people are getting to know the system, but it's just all the retro, this older stuff's getting so hard to find. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Uh, let's see here. We have um, Breath of the Wild DLC. I the first DLC. I don't understand the point of charging for that because mm-hmm. they're gonna have like trials and masks, and then they're gonna have like this map mode that'll show you where you've been on the map, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. But then they showed like another video thing about the Champions Ballad, which is gonna be actual story, uh, and they're also bringing out I think three or four new amiibos for Breath of the Wild. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, they showed Rocket League, which was pretty fucking insane. Um, everybody assuming it was coming, but they actually announced that there's going to be Mario items, a Mario uh, arena, and it's going to be cross-network play with Steam and Xbox, oh, which wow. is crazy. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I noticed. It sucks that PlayStation's not jumping in on that. I... That's why I didn't care for, I didn't care for um, not, not their conference, so to speak, but like, 
when Sony when when Xbox announced their machine, they fucked up royally. They were like, "You're not gonna, be, you know, you're gonna have to be online. You know, once you're online, every 24 hours you can access your games without ever having to put a disc in, which would which would get rid of the used game market." Blah blah. blah. They fucked up. They knew that. They've changed it since then so much. PlayStation came out swinging. Our console's cheaper. You're gonna be able to play your used games. You know, we're all for the gamers. We we want the gamers to know that we're that we're there for them. Now they just don't give a shit about them. Cross network play. There is no reason for Sony to not allow that to happen. Because it's only hurting one thing and one thing only. Gamers. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's no incentives. You're not getting more money. Nothing. Rocket League is a per- Rocket Rocket League. My, if if I was my Microsoft, because another thing we didn't talk about is that Minecraft's come out this like community feature to where when you boot up Minecraft on your PC, your phone, your Switch, your Xbox, um, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Excluding Sony consoles. They're going to have this this hub. And in the hub, you're going to be able to access um, people's levels. Like if they're offline or like the, like if somebody made like Westeros from Game of Thrones, which they have, they'll be able to upload it on there and people can walk through it. Pay no money. Like you're just able to do it. They're going to have custom people that has made custom um, the graphic tool set, whatever you want to call it, the texture packs and all that stuff. All access through that. Everybody will be able to play with each other on, on there. If you're on your, your iPad and I'm on my Xbox, we can play together. Like it's crazy. They're doing That's all insane. that stuff together, but no Sony consoles. If I was Microsoft, Microsoft is what I'd do. I'd be like, hey, check this out. Um, we're, pulling my, we're, we're pulling Minecraft. We're restricting the license off of your consoles for all your gamers. And we're taking it off all your platforms, unless you do this. They should do that because they should show they and they should put out a statement, a statement, and just blow it up off across all news sites. Be like, this is what we're doing. This because we believe that Sony is holding back the community of Minecraft and the gamers that love the, the game because they don't want to do this. Oh yeah, because like like that's a huge deal to be able to play with your friends. Like the exclusives, exclusives to me matter. Like, your Sony exclusives, your Xbox, your Nintendo exclusives matter. But not everybody likes the same exclusives. Like, there's people that are, like, diehard racing fans, so they're going to get an Xbox for Forza. There's people that are diehard adventure fans, so they're going to get the PlayStation for their adventure games. There's people that are diehard Nintendo fans, they're going to get the Nintendo thing. But if you have a game like Call of Duty, Minecraft, something that's on all the systems, let them all play together. Because you're not hurting anybody. If anything, that's more incentive for people to spend money to buy games. Like, I can play with more people. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's ex- you're exactly right. Like, okay, well, I'm not really a big fan of Overwatch. And, you know, I don't have any friends on my on my PlayStation that, like, that are local. A lot of them are just online people. But I've got, like, ten friends on Xboxes, and they're all playing every night. Well, shit, I'll buy Overwatch play with you guys for a couple nights a week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's just, cra- it's just crazy that, like, they're not doing that. And when Nintendo... When Nintendo came out there, they're going to have Rocket League and Minecraft right off the bat playing cross network. Like, I don't know. I mean, I remember when Microsoft said that, like, our systems are set up for cross network play. All we have to do is slip a switch, and all we have to do is people to say yes. I bet Nintendo's seen that, and they're on the phone that day. What can we do to make it work? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Like, as, as much as, like, Nintendo pisses me off, sometimes that's one thing. Like, they love, like, like these company, like the you know they have the notoriety for like work with, yeah, like work for gamers, yeah, and like they'll say, and then like or they'll like um, Nintendo told Microsoft like congrats on the on the 
the conference today and then Microsoft says something back to them, you know, and like, and Sony does too, but it's just, to me, it's like, you see that and you're like, man, Sony really does not give a fuck about their, about their players anymore. It's weird. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what, um, what that entitles, but Rocket League is going to be, is going to be badass, like mm-hmm. on the Switch. Like that's perfect console for that. I cannot wait. Uh, let's see. They showed Super Mario, Super Mario Odyssey, a lot of it. Um, Basically, the hat is your weapon, and you can use that hat to take over enemies. Every enemy in the game, every NPC, like, it's pretty crazy. So you're going to see, like, Mario versions of fish, bullet bills, Goombas, and, like, T-Rexes, and all kinds of crazy shit. Um, The two levels that they showed on the treehouse was one was, like, the Manhattan-type New York level, and they showed this, like, um, desert, you know, Spanish-type level, and it looked looked pretty cool. Um, that game looks really, really good. It's a perfect mixture of Sunshine and Galaxy, man. It looks amazing. Uh, they're also going to have Amiibos, Mario, Peach, and then like this like pimp Bowser in this white suit. It looks pretty badass. <laughs> um, and then, like, so like all this stuff was in their little Treehouse events. And then, like, why would you not have this in the Direct? This is so huge. They were like, oh, yeah, um, so we're bringing out, you know, the launch the 2DS XL. And then uh, everybody loves their Metroid, um, so we're here to show you a new game they're bringing on the 3DS, and it's a fucking Metroid 2 remake from the Game Boy. Like, fully done, you know, it's the same game, just with yeah, 3DS yeah. or 2D, and, like, it's crazy, dude, and, like, I'm like, I'm like why would you not announce, like, first off, I was going to bring the Switch, but I'm just saying that, but, because they're, they're, it's like... Nintendo's forcing the 3DS to still be relevant. And I know it is, because it still sells a shitload and people still play it a lot. But it's like, man, like, why not give people both the, op- the option? Be like, we're going to put this on the 2DS, 3DS, and then we're going to bring this on the Switch. But it looks really cool, man. There's a lot of gameplay out of it, uh, out of there, and it looks fucking awesome, dude. And it's it's your 2D, everything you want out of a Metroid game, man. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah, for me, I think I think Nintendo Nintendo kicked it out of, kicked it out of the park with all this shit, man. But just because I like see, I like what Nintendo did is because their conference was technically only thirty minutes, which is their direct. But then for like the next five hours, they just show all their games and like these big treehouse things, and they'll have the the game actually being played by a demo person, and then they'll have the Nintendo the Nintendo rep there talking, and then they'll have actual workers from Japan on the games like talking with the translator so they can ask them questions like on the fly and that's when to me that's when you get like the really in-depth things of seeing the games like you know you'll see a teaser trailer but oh man it looks so badass but that was all cinematic trailer where's my gameplay you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and that's why nintendo like i love watching nintendo stuff is because they go into fucking depth dude yeah and um yeah so i mean all, all of e3 i think this year was 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 pretty good uh except for bethesda yeah except for bethesda jesus i can't i can't i can't believe that shit um Damn, we've been recording for an hour and 50 minutes. That's good. I want to keep the show around two hours, so that's oh, good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much E3. Um, let's see what uh, some games that are coming out. I've been playing a lot of Friday the 13th. Overwatch, Dead by Daylight finally came to Xbox. I've been playing some of that. Uh, I picked up Cave Story on my Switch, which that's an older game, but uh, Nikolos or Nicholas or... N-I-C-A-L-I-S. They bring out all their games on the Switch with, like, goodies inside the box, so I, I have to get them. And they're freaking awesome. Uh, other than that, I mean, have you been playing anything, like, recently? Have you just been focusing on, like, the school and 
shit like that. Nothing right? too new. Yeah. I just started up a new job, so I've been trying to build up some money. But, uh, I'm, I mean, come this Thursday, I'm gonna be spending a whole lot of it on games and stuff. Yeah, right. Probably like one of my biggest purchases is coming up this Thursday. Really? What are you getting? You know, you know our buddy Jake yeah. down the street. Yeah. Well, a couple weeks ago, he got all those factory sealed. Oh yeah, you're gonna get games. that the Mario World. Super Mario World. Hell yeah, cool man. That's awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad you're gonna get. Are you? You need to buy a protective. Uh, I think I might send it out to get graded. I mean, like I'm not super hyped about it, but yeah. they do put it in one of those hardcore acrylic yeah, cases. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So you no. get it graded. How much is that? Uh, I'm not too sure. I'll have to look into it. But that'd be tight, man. That'd be uh, crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cause he had he had that he had freaking uh, Metroid Link to the past and, and Metroid. Metroid yeah oh, god damn he got his killer deal on that man mm-hmm. uh, he was kind of sour that I got that five dollar uh, Worms Armageddon from Carlos but I didn't really I didn't want to tell him on the post but on the the because di- it's like a dual disc you know mm-hmm. and then the back of the dual disc case is kind of like raised and it's like cracked so I think if Jake saw that he'd be like nope no nope. you know what I'm saying because oh, yeah. he's very picky about CIB and shit mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, there's not really any purchases coming up that I'm. I mean, I'm looking forward to Fortnite, but and then just a bunch of Steam stuff. Even though, like, I don't know, I'm not a huge fan of sales. I'd rather find like PC games at uh like Goodwill. Yeah, because I find a bunch there. Hell yeah! But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of good games on sale, man. But like I said, a lot of the a lot of the games like back in the day they used to be so much freaking cheaper. Yeah, but. Anyways, man, uh, where can where can people reach you at, man? Like, if you have any kind of, uh, like, you just got a three sixty, right? But yeah, I only really have a three sixty, so I don't I don't do too much like uh, online gaming type thing. Online gaming for uh, consoles, at least. But you throw, you throw your Steam out there. We got some we got some Steam listeners. I don't even you don't even know. This is bad because <laughs> I don't I don't play a lot of online games for Steam. But yeah, that I makes do. Sense. I do do a lot of like like. Steven said garage sailing so if you want yeah. to follow some of my finds you can find yeah, me on Instagram, Instagram. Yeah. you can find me on Instagram as the uh, garage sale gamer is there underscores or anything there? Uh, garage under sales score or <laughs> garage underscore sale underscore gamer yeah that's what it was cool hell yeah and as always you can find me on Xbox live at big Steven B-I-G space S-T-3-P-H-3-N uh, you can find my you yeah, PlayStation account DWTC69 since Sony still hasn't announced fucking name change assholes and then um, find me on um, Steam as Big Steven as well and make sure you join our awesome community on Facebook just type in O Indeed uh, and then it'll come up with our Facebook page or our group and join on there and join in on the talks and all that shit and uh, yeah it's been a kick ass episode I want to thank you man for coming on here really sure. saved me in a pinch i've been really wanting to get out and do a do a show and um it's just hard when you have you know co-hosts that both mine and his life like our schedules don't match and everything yeah. so you kind of got to f- find people to fill in and stuff so and you're welcome back anytime man Shit was sure great. man and make sure you check out his uh his podcast on the radio you guys they have a iheart radio don't they or somewhere online you can listen to it? yeah it's uh butler.listentomyradio.com okay cool uh, i figured they had something like that yeah it's not up but come august we'll, yeah. we'll start broadcasting cool hell yeah and we'll uh he'll he'll promote that on the uh on the oh indeed page as well so all right, guys, until next time, uh, we appreciate it, and we will be back hopefully not in two months. <laughs>
hopefully sooner than that. So this is episode, what, 34, right, I think? I do believe. Just scroll up. Sorry, I'm so unprofessional. Uh, episode 34. So until then, make sure you go and check out my buddies at uh, Pixelated Radio, Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Pixelated Sausage. And we will be back. All right. Thanks. Oh, indeed. Friday. What we gonna do tonight? Same thing we do every night. Drink. It's Friday. Fucked up Friday. Grab the lick in a big ass cup. We gon' party till the sun comes up. It's Friday. Fucked up Friday. Grab the sticks and let's get faded. Everybody get pixelated. Yo, it's Friday, it's the fucking weekend We got the game system, it's time for drinking So line the shots up and knock them back And we drink a Captain and Cuervo Black I'm so tipsy, I'm so drunk Let me double check, yep, still drunk Whole lot of Captain, even more time Got a whole lot of Cuervo and not enough lime Mix up the contents, pick it up Switch on the games, then I tip the cup And I'm all sauced up, and I'm ready to play Load the battlefield, try to steady my eggs Grab another cup and mix it one part Kager Two parts Captain, call it Darth Vader They're kicking my ass, and I'm coming in last But man, who gives a shit when you're having a blast? It's Friday, fucked up Friday Grab the liquor and a big-ass cup We gon' party till the sun comes up It's Friday, fucked up Friday Grab the sticks and let's get faded. Everybody get pixelated. Yup, as you can see, I'm faded. When I grab the mic, everybody hates it. I'm yelling, cussing, causing the fussing. Making cats mad by acting disgusting. My KDR is so low. And my buzz is only so slow. Time to re-up. Everyone G up. Fuck. All we got left is sangria. Time for a beer run. Let's get Guinness and Caribou Cause this one's finished. And Pirate Killer. Hit up Z1. And have her bring the crew. Cause it's only begun. Hop in the Warthog. You know I drive. Hit the liquor store. But I'm DUI. I might get arrested. You know what I say. Who gives a damn? Man, it's fucked up Friday. It's Friday. Fucked up Friday. Grab the liquor and a big ass cup, we gon' party till the sun comes up. It's Friday, fucked up Friday. Grab the sticks and let's get faded, everybody get pixelated. Looked at the TV, couldn't see shit. Shooting what I see, teammates got hit. Hitting everybody till everybody is gone. Man, hold your damn fire, FF is on. But we don't really sweat it, sure don't regret it. Cause in the morning, I'm bound to forget it. I just keep drinking and keep playing. Vision shrinking and I'm TKing. So let's have a love with double portions. Double fader in the cup, double the distortion. I have a hard time seeing the guitar line. Man, so much artist says the numbers on the yard line. Hey, it's Friday, do it my way. Take a double shot. Concert the super highway. We gon' drink till there's nothing left. But that's what it's about, man. It's FUF. It's Friday, fucked up Friday. Grab the liquor and a big ass cup. We gon' party till the sun comes up. It's Friday, fucked up Friday. Grab the sticks and let's get faded. Everybody get pixelated.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.